It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. At 4.55 a.m. on January 1st, we search how long before a body starts to smell. At 4.58 a.m., how to stop a body from decomposing. This is more, this, bad news for Nancy Grace. Because I don't think this Brian Walshy case in Massachusetts, this guy that murdered her, his uh, wife, is going to last too long. Yeah, that's... Uh, He's either the dumbest suspect <laughs> of all time or he wants to go to jail. I think that was his first court uh, first court appearance yesterday. Oh, my God. And the... I don't know who reads that. The prosecutor or whoever. I'm not really up on how things work in, in a courtroom. But they're reading his, his Google searches on January 1st. And those were some of his searches there. How to dispose of a body. How long before a body starts to smell. Are you kidding me? Right there in his Google thing. I mean. Uh, here's here's some more. At 6.34 a.m. on the first, can you throw away body pots? Oh. How do you throw away body pots? Oh, my gosh. Here's another one. At 11.34 a.m., dismemberment and the best ways to dispose of a body. This guy is brutal, man. I mean, how dumb are you? Number one, you're just a sick, evil creature to begin with. Oh, no, it's a horrible case. No doubt. Plotting your, you know, your wife's murder and dismemberment. But then you're on there on Google and on, on top of being an evil creature, then you're stupid and you're on Google searching how to commit the crime and and take care of it after it's over. How dumb are you? Do you not know that you're going to get that these people are going to search what what you're searching Oh it's uh, it's scary as hell too because it was right after New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. She, she you heard the prosecutors, you know, all the Google search terms on January first. Yeah, they, they had a New Year's Eve party at their house with a bunch of neighbors and friends. People <laughs> said everything looked normal, and the next day he's searching all this stuff about how to you know clean a body and and get a crime scene and do away with the body. I'm like, whoa, and. So sad. She's a mother of three. Last year, yeah. January first, reported missing by her employer in Washington D.C. Three days later, failed to show up for work. I guess she commuted to D.C. She they lived uh, just outside of Boston. Wow. Oh, he's going to take long. Well, it is Massachusetts, so you never know. I, and the, in year three of the Walshy trial, I can't. I mean, how? What's today? So if you're, you're telling me. If this trial is still going on this time next week, uh, like wrap, seven days from right, now, wrap it up. Come on. I mean, this should be done by, by <laughs> not even this time this week. Let's get this done by next Tuesday. So, Jeez, how easy is this? So it shouldn't shock you that this idiot was denied bail. This may shock you. He pleaded not guilty. That does shock me. I mean, what uh, are you trying to say here? We have the Google searches of you saying how to dispose of a body, how to clean blood. One, how, you know, one come of, on. One of the searches, she says, she goes, on, on January 1st, Googled, how long does DNA last? Yeah. They've got DNA of him. They've got, you know, crime scene evidence. They've got Google searches of him trying to look into research how to do this, and he pleads not guilty. My, my, I think one of my favorites, again, this is just him being completely stupid. What a moron this guy is on top of being evil. Goes, is it better to throw away or wash crime scene clothes? <laughs> I mean... Hello? Oh <laughs> Can we just put this guy in jail? Do we even have to use any taxpayer money for a trial? Wow. Can we just have a judge say, all right, you're just going to jail because of how <laughs> stupid you are, how obvious you made this, that you killed your wife and, and dismembered her body. Wow. What an idiot. It's so funny because it's just, I had just, you know, I know people up there, so it was a regional thing. It's all anyone was talking about before the Google search term story came out. Now yeah. it's national because people can't believe how stupid this guy is. Yes. 
Wow. I've never seen anything like this. Unreal. Do you think this the OJ case would have been like this if we had Google back in 1990, what was it, 1992? You know, I really wonder. It was, or 95, 95. Because it was a few years after Google search terms and the internet where people understood how to scrub your search history. Yes. You know? So right. I'm sure there are all kinds of people who would have been caught dead to rights like this guy. I could see, I don't know why, but I could see OJ being stupid like this. Right, right. I could see him being dumb enough to start Googling how to, <laughs> how to murder my wife, how to, you know, clean up blood. Things like that. I could. He probably would have done this. Believable. <laughs> well, in the meantime, here's a different kind of story. Big Powerball jackpot up for this weekend. Happened again last night. This morning, I'm driving by the Lake Worth billboard at 95. Looking to my right as I'm going north, and there it is. 473 million bucks. Get anxiety just thinking about it. That's ah, okay. <laughs> I'm not going to win anyway. No worries. Exactly. It was 439. It's going to roll over, like I said, to four, uh, 473. Yes. Cash value is 255. Um, that's that's not bad. That's a lot of but you money. see, that's what I'm saying. I have to play this, Bill. I have to play. I don't want to play. It's a waste of money. I'm not going to no, win. Once you're in, you're in. That's the part. That's, n- and yes. you can't get out. It just <laughs> that's the part that bothers me. That's right. I don't want to waste money. I don't want to have to make an extra stop on the way home. But now I have to. Well, you could be like rapper Flo Rida. Um, you know why? Why? Because he was in court yesterday in Fort Lauderdale, and he was awarded. Probably not going to get it, but he was awarded. $82 million. Yeah, he's throwing a party after that one. He's got good lawyers. They're probably going to take all the money. But huh. he won a major case against the Celsius Energy Drink Company. He better not shut that company down. I love them. That's your favorite. That's yeah. my go-to. Wow. Uh, he Here's the claim. It's been going on again for since uh, 2021. Damages related to a breach of contract lawsuit against them. Uh, his real name is Tramar Dillard. Didn't know that. Uh, claimed Celsius failed to pay him royalties and grant him stock bonuses, which is now worth tens of millions of dollars. He backed the products in their 2014 endorsement. I didn't know they were there around that long. No, me neither. And a 2016 contract renewal, and they didn't pay him. And the judge said, you're right. Flo Rida, you're owed a lot of money. Yeah, sounds like it. Hmm. Well, let's see how much money he gets from that. I don't know, but mm-hmm. I guess it's the point of the thing, too. I mean, like, the guy does pretty well anyway. He's, you know, been... A big music star for like 15 years now, so. Still, you want your justice. Yeah, that's that, that's true. Well, I don't know about this. I don't Uh-oh. know. I guess it's not, well, I guess we waited long enough. We didn't want to do it in the 6 o'clock hour. No, it's I just, guess it's you. too painful to the ear. But this is a thing. Now, we have the South Florida Fair going on right now. Yes, I'm going nice next things, Friday. Kind of cool things. Are you yeah. going? Yeah, next Friday. Can't wait. Um, there's something going It's not as big as the Iowa State Fair. They're, they're, they're serious about their fairs out there. Yes. Theirs is going on, too. But there's this, there's this, they do it every year. There's this video going around that's regurgitated itself. It's from 2017, but they do it every year. They have a husband calling contest. Finalists from around, and basically they're just, they're, they're yells of the husband trying to get it back in the house or yelling at him or something. There's a $5 cash prize for this. Is it really $5? $5, but that's it's for amazing. bragging rights for the entire year in Iowa yeah. that you won the husband calling contest. I don't blame you if you turn this one a little bit down. Just come back to us after the fact. But here's some of the examples. Oh the last one's the best. You gotta you gotta stick it through to that okay. one. Bob, Bob, hurry up! I don't want to be late. Oh, oh my, that's just oh, oh that oh. is just awful. That was grating. And she didn't even win. No. Bob, hurry, hurry! Daryl! <laughs> oh. Oh. I'm sorry, I apologize now. It's kind of rough. Let me skip ahead and just get to the last okay. one, okay? You know you're going to be late again, and you know that I want to get there on time. Right, 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 right! Okay, oh that's enough of that. I, I have a solemn promise to you I'll never pay that, play that again. <laughs> she, the last one won five bucks. Right, 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 right! Five, five, 
Bob, Bob. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, these poor guys. That is, that's just, that's so sent shivers down, down my spine. That's so horrifying. much so that I think we're going to have to put it on the morning show blog. <laughs> It's, it's uh, that bad. I mean, they do it every year. I don't know yeah. why the 2017 video, probably because the lady at the end I feel like is going is, viral again. Yes. I feel like the 2017 husband <laughs> calling contest is like one of the, the greatest husband calling contests of all time. It's like the one they refer back to. It was it's, like their biggest Super Bowl. Yes. It's, it's, it's like the 1986 <laughs> slam dunk contest. Oh, my God. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry about that, everybody. That was painful. All right, coming up next, Trump back on Twitter. What will his first tweet be? We're waiting for you to chime in, too. 877-850-8585 is the text line. Make a prediction. Nobody's wrong. We don't know. We have our own guesses. Trust us, we are on alert for when this tweet comes in. Oh, and there was actually, I just got reminded of this story. A big win for the anti-COVID woke crowd. Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) This is a big win. One of the worst tyrants resigned from her country. Yeah. We'll talk about her. And uh, the Dolly Parton news, too, is good. Coming up next, the East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Do you miss me yet? Do you miss me? We shall find out. And trust us. Because, listen, selfishly, we're all excited about this. Because it's going to increase our entertainment value by about 45%. That's correct. Trump's going back on Twitter. We just don't know when or what. That's that's going to be right. The when. So this report came out from NBC News. Got us all in a tizzy yesterday because we started <laughs> just dreaming of all the possibilities of all the things we're going to get to hear and see again on Twitter. Like the, I mean, a possible back and forth between Trump and Elon Musk on oh, Twitter. How much fun will that be? It'll be fantastic. I, I hope he doesn't start a fight with Elon, though, because that would be dumb. No, it's already yeah, going to happen. Elon already said it's going to. This means like there's more of a target on Twitter's back. He knows that. If Trump's on there, they're automatically going to. There will be more forces at work trying to take it down. Yes, that's, you know this. He knows this. Also true. But you know what? Eventually, people will get over it, and they'll just because look, look, even the people who hate Trump. They love when he's on Twitter because it gives them something to talk about. Of course they do. You oh know? My, it was CNN's business plan for yes. four years. Oh. That's all they had. We'll get Twitter screenshots back on the news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, when is he going to do it? He's definitely going to do it, which is smart. I'm at, Honestly, I mean, all kidding aside, I was happy to see yesterday, just as a strategic you know, point from a, a political point of view, that his team has decided to do this and convinced them to do it. Maybe. I don't know. Because it makes too much sense. You you have to. You're running for president. You can't, you know, still be without one major social media platform. Right. Major platform. You, you know, you're not going to do that. That's dumb. Oh, I know he said it first. And this was this was business Trump speaking. I already have my own social media platform. I have I have Truth Social. And I understand that he was trying to grow it. But you need this. Yes. You just do. You you have like 90 million followers on Twitter versus yeah. what a few million on Truth Social. So yeah. your reach is obviously far outweighs anything on Truth Social. So, if you weren't running for president, but you are, so yeah. you need to reach as many people as possible. NBC had the story. This is where it came from. According to them, uh, NBC is saying Trump's campaign advisors have workshopped ideas for his first tweet. Okay, I don't believe that at all. You're going to workshop an idea and have a meeting and tell Trump what his first tweet's going to be? He's like, go to hell. I got it saved in drafts for two years. I was going to say, he's going to be like, you know what my first tweet is going to be? This. And he just takes out his phone and starts typing. <laughs> Come on now. You can workshop all you want. I already decided. <laughs> what if he comes out and says, January 6th was a hoax? <laughs> Imagine if that's his first tweet. No, I think it's going to be something awesome like Kofefi. <laughs> At least I hope it is. Bring back Kofefi. Right. Uh, Trump's social media move comes as he begins to mount his third bid for the White House. You know that. I think this is even more interesting, though. So also attached to the same story from NBC, 
Trump's campaign says he wants to get back on Facebook. Yeah, that's right. Well, that's I, another one. I thought he had just given up on Facebook. He's like, what is he going to do? All right, well, they wrote, let me post the real stuff. Here's a, here's a cat meme. <laughs> I'd like to wish you a happy birthday, too. You know, like they have birthday reminders, like it's you or me or something. That's right. Uh, they do make a good point, though. I agree with this. His campaign argued the ban on Trump's account on Facebook has dramatically distorted and inhibited the public discourse. That's true. That is, that's absolutely true. For sure. So <laughs> Meta, the parent company of Facebook, says it's going to announce its decision in the coming weeks. We'll decide. I can't. I, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just the nerd in me. But I, all I can think about is Mark Zuckerberg looking like a robot, looking like like an android. In, a, in like a Jedi cloak. Yes. He's sitting there in like, like a, yes, a right. Jedi cloak, like Mace Windu or Yoda. And he's sitting there on a Jedi council with like <laughs> five other people from Meta. As they decide Donald Trump's fate on Facebook. And I also imagine Mark Zuckerberg speaking backwards like Yoda. (laughs) (laughs) NBC will set up cameras at Meta headquarters in Silicon Valley. And we'll look for white smoke or black smoke. Has Trump been, has he been reinstated on Facebook yet? Do we have a decision? Oh my gosh. Ridiculous. The decision will come in the coming weeks. Self-important jerks. Uh, We threw it to the text line. 877-850-8585. Any ideas? You know what ours is going to be. It's going to be something hilarious and, and just ridiculous or maybe a one-word thing or something. What his first tweet's going to be. We'll tell you when it happens. Yes. Has anybody chimed in yet what they think it's going to be? I think we still have people thinking. Yeah. We don't, we don't, we don't have any ideas yet. I tell you, it's going to be like, I'm back. Did you miss me? <laughs> I think that's, I, I, that's where I'm going. Did, did you miss me? Because he needs the humor. I mean, that's what, that's what made the Trump... Uh, Yes. Twitter account so successful. That that's what was great about it. <laughs> oh, hey, it's a big going to uh, be interesting and either way. One of the Trump adversaries. This is interesting. Um in international news, it's not our leader, but uh, a big <laughs> a big win for the anti-lockdown folks. One of the tyrants is stepping down. The prime minister Jacinda Ardern is announcing her intentions to step down as yep. head of New Zealand. She was awful. Yes, she was. One of the worst lockdown countries and checking up on people. And oh, it's terrible. Oh, man. They, they, if you remember, remember Australia where they had like the, you know, COVID camps and things like that? Oh, yeah. They weren't too far off in New Zealand. She they were was really, really bad. I mean, keeping people apart, tracking people, just completely stripping away any type of freedom. This is her announcement I will not be seeking re election. And then my term as prime minister. We'll conclude no later than the 7th of February. Good. good. Absolutely good. Good riddance to It was a... an honor, but very challenging. She's only 37, too. Wow. What an, an absolute, complete and total tyrant. Yes. Yes. 100% tyrant. And it's amazing when you see the difference. If, it's not really something I can post on social media, but it'll be kind of hard to find the back and forth. But if you just search her and what she looked like before she was elected to now... Yeah, it is a big difference, isn't it? It's crazy to see what type of what what being a tyrant does to your body. I mean, yeah. you see the difference in her face. She looks like just you know skeletal now. It looks like she aged fifty years. Yeah, it's pretty awful. You know who's aging great because we love her? This lady. It's Dolly's Parton's birthday, which should be a national holiday. I think we should have off work today for this. You're right. Absolutely. She's back to work, though. We talked about this before. It's real. She talked about and teased this rock album that's coming out. By the way, it's it's got a name, Rockstar. 
Is that the name? She came out with this thing. I think this came from the Rock Hall of Fame announcing her as a rock artist. She tried to say, no, no, give it to somebody. He said, no, <laughs> you will be inducted. Uh, she, she made an announcement on The View about this album that she's working on. It's nearing completion. Listen to some of the names that are going to be on this thing. song with me, but we got great artists like uh, uh, Paul McCartney is singing with me, and we got... Uh, we got a lot of wonderful Stevie Nicks. We just finished our song oh, last oh, night. We got John Fogarty, wow. and we've got, uh, got Steve Perry and Stephen Tyler. I'm even going to have Cher on. I've been, you know, getting a song for her. We've been trying to get the right thing together. I, I know people are looking at this thing, and it's going to be like a hokey kind of thing and a novelty thing. I don't think so. Uh, not with those names on it. They're, they're dead serious about this, and, and some original songs too, I guess. I mean, it sounds amazing. I mean, honestly, I, I I was sh- you know shocked when you said original songs. I thought she was just going to be you know covering some type of you know like, like Iron Man from Black Sabbath or something like that. Oh, that would be great. Yes, come on, Dolly and Ozzy. There will be some great. There'll be some great covers, but I think there's going to be originals in there too. I think anyway. That sounds pretty cool. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> All right, we found uh, here's another viral video popping up around the nation. They're calling her Airplane Karen. Have you heard her? Oh. The worst person you'd ever want to be in a flight with. Oh, no. In fact, she wishes everybody crashes when she's been kicked off the plane. (laughs) Will you hear this? we got that some other headlines, too. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. This Sunday, the president will speak about the fight to secure women's fundamental right to reproductive health care in the face of these attacks. She will talk about oh. what's at stake for millions of women. Across- hold, hold, hold on now. Wait a minute. Did she just call Joe Biden a woman? Listen to it one more time. This Sunday, the president will. Yeah, uh, no, but she uh, called uh, Kate. Oh. But she called Kamala Harris the president. I see. Okay, it's not a mistake now. Uh, Joe has said it no less than ten times. Oh, president Harris. Now KJP. You know, Freudian slip there at the White House press room, calling Kamala Harris, referring to her as president. I think they're planting the seeds. I think they're uh, you know foaming the runway for this. It sounds like they're either planting the seeds or this is what's been going on behind the scenes the whole time because they're so I'm, used to it, right? Yes, maybe maybe you know they used to calling her you know Mrs. President behind the scenes because that's what she demands to be called you know behind the cameras. And then when they get in front of the cameras, maybe she had a little Freudian slip there. I don't know. I'm just I, saying. It's kind of like, you know, when you're so used to calling somebody by some kind of a title. Right. You're so used to it, it's locked in forever. You had like yes. a high school coach or something. For the rest of your life, you run into him at Publix 20 years later. It's like, hey, coach. That's right. Yes. Well, maybe she's so used to calling her president. Like you're saying, Dina, it just popped out. Hmm. It's Makes- top of mind. It slips out. See, when Biden does it, we always ask the question, well, you know, is that a slip by him? Because he's always told that he's just, you know, the president <laughs> on camera and everything. Right. Or is he just losing his mind? Hmm. It's, it's interesting when KJP does it, ah. Jean-Pierre, because then you start thinking, well, you know, she's she's pretty sharp. She's an absolute liar, She's but she's a professional liar and she's smart. So for her to come out and call Kamala Harris the president, hmm. Very interesting. Things that make you go, hmm. Uh, By the way, no more information. They won't talk anymore about about the document searches. Won't do it. No, no, gosh, no. No, we're not talking about that. Department of Justice, no more questions. No. No no, more questions. All goes back to them. It's it's turning on them, though. I mean, the people people in the White House press corps, the actual journalists, want answers on this. They're mad. They're just, just, it's a tense, tense room. They want information on this. They're not giving up anything. It's a huge story that people are trying to cover when you have a sitting president that has classified documents stored in multiple locations, yep. including his home that his crackhead son lived in, and they don't tell you anything about it. Mm. I mean, where, where are they going to go with this? Don't know. 
don't know. If they find another, in, especially in a different location, it, it, forget about it. They're going to have to respond to these. This was pretty interesting, by the way. Just something that popped into my head. There was a picture that surfaced. I forget who put it up. It might have been the New York Post. Is a picture of Hunter Biden driving. Oh, I saw that. Yep. Yes. The, the prized Corvette, the one that Joe Biden made sure everybody knew was locked in the garage along with the files. Which means, at the very least, and I mean just the least, he's been in that house. Yes. We know that much. And right by the files, maybe put him there. Who knows? Maybe. Wow. Wow. <laughs> there you go. All right. In the meantime, the guy that would like to replace Joe Biden, you know, kind of like a sandwich pre and after. Yes. Is uh, President Trump. And he, he, he has been on the whole time. There's been several of these. Like, And they're really good. Platform speeches he's making about agendas, things he would tackle for the incoming term in 2024, things he would do. The video he released yesterday was all about China. It's pretty disturbing, actually, what he's talking about, because he would know, and at the end of it, what his plan would be. China is buying up our technology. They're buying up food supplies. They're buying up our farmland. They're buying up our minerals and natural resources. All of it. But the question is, what would you do? When I'm president, I will ensure that America's future remains firmly in American hands, just as I did when I was president before. It'll happen again, and our country will be stronger than ever. It amazes me, though. It just amazes me. It's a tough sell for people. They don't believe it. I know. Like the story about, you know, in true, honest to God, true story about China buying up American farmland. Yep. People don't believe it. Oh, that's just, no, that's not true. That's overhyped. Okay. It's another one of those right-wing conspiracy theories, right? Oh, yeah, that's not the no. Okay, well, until it's too late. And can you blame the farmers? They get double the price of it. They're getting nothing from the federal government. They're being told not to, you know, do their work anymore. Like, Mm -hmm. hey, all right, I'll sell out, whatever. I just hope, man, I know this sounds like doomsday scenario and defeatist, but I just, I hope we can get, we can make it. Like, I feel like we're crawling across the finish line to 2024 and just, you know, hoping that things don't get worse than they already are. As we said, the the biggest news out of Trump yesterday was him being back on Twitter. We don't know when, we don't know how. But it's going to happen. I don't like tweeting. I have other things I could be doing. Well, I don't think so, because you're running for president this time. Uh, The decision is NBC at the news. They're confirming it. They said the Trump team is they're putting together a a think tank discussion to see how Trump should rejoin Twitter. He doesn't need that. He's just going to jump on and start tweeting out stuff. He's probably got something saved in drafts. He's going to get the hell out of my way and press send. Come on. Since when does he need a think tank? (laughs) (laughs) Since Trump, he's just going to do what's on his mind. I think we think I think we're in agreement on this. This is going to be something like this. Do you miss me yet? Do you miss me? Got to be. It's got to be something like that for the first tweet. It has yeah. to be. Did you miss me or I'm back or something along those lines or Kofefi? <laughs> I told you so. <laughs> Thank you, Elon. Thank you very much. I'm telling. I'm telling you. Oh my gosh, it would just be so funny if he came out and tweeted for his first tweet because we don't know when it's going to happen, but it is no. going to happen at some point. We have the alert ready to go. It's going to be glorious. But if he comes out and says rigged election, <laughs> <laughs> and you know it'll be like half of the Trump supporters will go, oh no. Yes, that's right. God. It's either that or maybe a, a link to his uh, superhero uh, NFTs that he came out with a few weeks ago. I, it would not shock me. No. After, after the December surprise announcement that turned out to be trading cards, That's nothing right. would surprise me. <laughs> nothing. We, we did have a uh, suggestion here, though, if you like. Okay, what the first tweet will be. By yes. the way, you can tweet in, you can uh, text in to 877-850-8585. What's this from? We got uh, super listener Dave here. Dave. 
He says the tweet will go something like this. I'm back. Want to congratulate the great FAU men's basketball team. Top 25, 17-1, 7-0 in the conference, 16-game winning streak. Dusty May, phenomenal, making South Florida College hoops great again. Go Owls. Dave, that might be the only idea that surprised me, but that would be epic and awesome. <laughs> I'm in. What if Trump goes... I attended the FAU men's basketball team just the other day. It was yes. fantastic. They oh. are top 20. Oh, let's go. How great would it be Trump to start talking about FAU basketball? What if he starts doing like March Madness picks? <laughs> <laughs> Comes out with his own bracket. <laughs> I got my bracket. The Trump bracket challenge. No, I got it. You know what it's going to be? Yes. I'm glad to be back on Twitter. Thank you very much, Elon. This is my first mock draft. <laughs> He's got a mock draft. One point, <laughs> 1.0. Here's who I think Houston's going to pick. <laughs> I hear he's got Chicago trading out of the first pick. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> the Trump mock draft. Oh, it'd be great. I love it. All right, well, we've had a lot of bad airline stories recently. Mm. That whole industry has been really bad. It didn't get. It didn't help at all with this one. We're calling her Airplane Karen. Oh, that's not good. This is the worst possible person you could ever be on a plane with, I think. Part of a couple. She was kicked off a Spirit Airlines flight that was still on the ground in Vegas on Sunday. Screwed up the flight plans for everybody on the plane, which is just awful. You're an awful person if you do that. Causing a ruckus, refusing to do, refusing to comply with the airline, which is what the flight attendants were asking you to do. Passengers booed as they walked down the aisle, so the woman being escorted yelled something horrible to them all, and that's where the pilot got really mad. Take care. Oh, hope you crash and die, she said. Oh, the pilots. Oh, the pilots go. As you're being escorted off the plane, you take the left, and in front of the pilot say, I hope you crash and die. Wow. That's just an awful human being. What is wrong with this woman? A lot. Apparently. You know, you do something like, you should be, ban- at least that airline, you should be banned for I think life. they're going to ban her. I was going to say, there's got to be something that happens after that. Although it is spirit, so they're like, oh, you got the money? Come on <laughs> in. Come on board. Oh, my gosh. It's All right. This woman. More suggestions from you. 877-850-8585. What's the first Trump tweet going to be? We'll talk about that coming up next. And we have our first Super Bowl controversy. Already? Very first one. It's not a, a, a wardrobe malfunction, is nope. it? Okay. It came a comment from the ESPN loudmouth Stephen A. Smith. Ah, Stephen A. Yeah. Paid clown. That and some other headlines. Coming up next, the East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Thank you, Jennifer. Nobody hit the jackpot last night with uh, Powerball, but we got some beautiful weather. We hit the jackpot in that department, but $473 million. Hey, now. That's what I saw on the Lake Worth billboard on 95. Driving to work, Diener. That's a lot of money. Now, cash payout's a ton, too. It's yes. 250 something. Also, not bad. Yeah. Well, especially here, you know, it's always different in other states because there's state taxes and things like that. 255 for the cash value. I don't know, Bill. I'm thinking, I'll get your advice on this. I'm thinking maybe I should spend more than $4. No. Do I, do I keep to my $4? I two tickets? go down to two. You buy one ticket at a time because that'll be the story. <laughs> and then some morning zoo radio show will be talking about you in their morning show blog. Yes. They'll be in Iowa. That's right. They'll be like, ah, oh, some jerk in West Palm Beach. <laughs> he only plays one ticket and he won Powerball. He won. We hate that guy. His strategy is one ticket per drawing. Are you, I just, I can't stand it. They'll have some morning show bid. Who do you hate? <laughs> well, today we got this guy in West Palm 
Barely plays and he won the jackpot. <laughs> <laughs> Says he didn't even want to play it and he still won. Who am I kidding? Iowa. Jen would hate you. Yes, Jen would hate you. She hates all lottery That's winners. Right. She'll especially hate you if you win That's with only one ticket. That's right. <laughs> so uh, that rolls over again. I don't know what Mega Millions is. It's basically nothing. Well, we've got the uh, dumbest suspect of all time, I think. Unless he's got some sort of a mastermind plan, but I don't think that's the case. No. This has now become a national story. It was regional. It's national now because the guy is so stupid. This is that uh, Massachusetts case. This guy accused of killing and dismembering his wife. Now, I get it. That's awful. But the clues he's left, this should be. If the, if the justice and legal system works, this should be the quickest trial of all time. I mean, especially when you hear what they found on his, on his uh, Google searches here. Come on already. This is the case of Brian Walshie. Uh, here's some examples you're talking about. He Googled, quote, 10 ways to dispose of a dead body. Yep. Yep. That was one. Uh, that was just one of them. And there's a whole list of the other things we'll get to here that the prosecutor read out. He pleaded not guilty to murder and other charges despite being, it's so obvious. There's not even, it's it's a, the, it's no surprise he didn't make bail. It's a surprise he had the, the gall to plead not guilty. <laughs> he actually Googled how long do you have to wait to inherit money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. Here's the. Let me see if you can. It's tough to make out because it's courtroom audio. Let me see if you can make this out there. Here's another one of the things he Googled. At 6.34 a.m. on the 1st, can you throw away body parts? At 9.29 a.m., what does formaldehyde do? What does formaldehyde do? Is that what she said? Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Nope. That was on there. Clear out the Google search history. Uh, it's it's not yeah I mean the case is not a laughing matter he's just such an idiot yeah exactly I mean I mean this guy is, is is an evil creature that deserves to be in jail for the rest of his life but when you just look at this stuff you can't help but to just shake your head and think how dumb are you I mean my gosh you've left you searched that stuff on Google not only that but then you just left it there for people to find yeah this guy's a real winner huh but you know what it's Massachusetts. Watch this be like a three-year court case. He gets Please. off on the charge. He's like, yeah, I did it. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Come on. You never know. This is another shocker. I bet you didn't see this coming today, Diener. We've got an update. Oh, that's right. We might have been wrong the whole time. Tiger King lives. Tell all the Not the guy, the story. Now, you remember Tiger King. is one of the biggest Netflix series of all time. Got us through the first part of the pandemic. These cast of characters of Joe Exotic and his weird people related to him. Oh, yeah. What was that guy's name? Doc Antle? Doc Antle. The yeah. guy in uh, South Carolina. He had the elephants, right? Yeah, he's in jail. Well, we also learned about Carol Baskin from Tampa, allegedly, because they all believe it. All of them said, I know Carol fed her husband and them tigers. <laughs> Carol Baskin's been accused of that for years, since like, what, the 90s, I think, right? Yeah, they've been saying it for a while. His, uh, the husband's name is Don Lewis. He may be alive and well, after all, in Costa Rica. This is absolutely shocking. This would change the entire conversation. Back in 2021, when everybody was interested in this story, trying to figure out this, there was even a Tiger King 2 where they tried to find him, and they never did, remember? Yeah, that's right. We all missed this. The source of this is Carol herself, got to take it with a grain of salt, but on a British talk show, she claimed that Homeland Security got in touch with her and told her that Don was alive and well in Costa Rica. She says, I didn't think he was capable of supporting himself. Took about a million dollars down to Costa Rica. Agreed to let him do that so he could prove to himself he could make a living. There's no record of that thing. I guess he'd have to go to go to Homeland Security. She says herself she knows he's alive. Wait a minute. Hold on. Just hold the phone here one second. She's sitting there saying that she knew 
that he took. She okayed him taking a million dollars and trying to make it on his own in Costa Rica. Yeah, that's new. So why, why has she never said this before? All of a sudden, this is what she has to say about it? Because remember the old Tampa TV interviews? She said, yeah, he just left early, 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 and then I don't know what happened. Yeah, exactly. Now all of a sudden... She's hiding something. Yeah. This is weird, man. So one of these things isn't true. She Either the original story doesn't know what happened to him, <laughs> or they had a discussion about him leaving to live in Costa Rica. I mean, which one is it? Somebody's full of it. Oh, boy. I think he may be alive after is, all. Is he alive? She didn't feed him to those tigers after all. <laughs> is it possible that Carol Baskin has been telling the truth? I don't mm, think so. Maybe. Hey, no. you cool cats and kittens. Oh, no. She made a lot of money off that Tiger King show. Yeah, she did. Her, uh, what is it, the Tiger Sanctuary in Tampa? Yeah. The, uh, very big, big popular. Or whatever, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of people go there. I guess a lot of people go there still. I wouldn't, I wouldn't set foot near that place. Why, you think you're going to get fed to the Tigers? Yes! <laughs> You never know. She's going to see me and be like, you killed your husband, and then she's going to kill me. And you wind up in a meat grinder. <laughs> we got a Super Bowl controversy already. What is going on? It's right. What's the date of this? I, I hate that it's so late now. I it's, do. It's, I know. It's hard to keep track of. It's in Arizona. Of. It's uh, right before Valentine's Day. I think it's February 12th. Is that, oh. is that Sunday? Well, the first controversy comes from none other than Stephen A. Smith from ESPN. Oh, the paid clown. Ooh. Very well paid clown. Very well paid. Yeah. You're exactly right. <laughs> Here's what he said about the halftime entertainment, Rihanna. What, does not, he not like her? Not He likes her a lot, okay. but not as much as somebody else. Uh-oh. Are you excited for this halftime show? I don't want to say I'm not excited. She's fantastic. That's, yes. not, where I'm, that's not where I'm going with this. Okay, where are you going with? She's a lot of things. She's spectacular, actually. Yes, uh-huh. She ain't Beyonce. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. What a jerk. <laughs> this guy's always got to throw out a hot take. Always. You know? She ain't Beyonce. <laughs> I like, listen, Rihanna, I'm excited for you, but you ain't no Beyonce. Oh, thanks. This guy's brutal, man. If you're Rihanna, do you even respond? No. No. Just I let it yeah, lie. It's just, it's just Stephen A. Smith being Stephen A. Smith. I think she'll be pretty good, actually. Yeah, you know, I'm actually uh, intrigued to see if uh, Jay-Z comes out. Because that was her first big hit. I mean, Jay-Z was her, oh, really? you know... Producer kind of signed her on, made her big and all that. You'd know better than me. I have no idea. Yeah, I remember the song uh, Umbrella, Under My Umbrella. Ella, oh, that was a Ella. Jay-Z production? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. had no idea. Oh, yeah. See, you learn something new every day. That was him and uh, Rihanna. How about that? Yeah, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate it. You How else would you know that? <laughs> you know, you're, you're my source for all Rihanna news. That's right. Wow. All right, well, I know about Dolly Parton. She's got a rock album coming out that sounds like for real, like it's going to be good. Well, here's some of the artists that are going to be on this thing. I'm excited for this. Absolutely. And uh, the update on Trump, is is that has he tweeted yet? Uh, not yet. We'll tell you when he does, though. And suggestions. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. When I'm th- I will ensure that America's future remains firmly in American hands just as I did when I was president before. It'll happen again, and our country will be stronger than ever. So you may not have seen that because it wasn't on Twitter, it wasn't on Facebook, it wasn't on other social media, mainstream, don't pick it up. That was on Truth Social, the only place you can find these. He's been releasing these Trump platform videos and statements and, you know, ideas and plans for when and if he, he wins again. 
And they're pretty good. I got to tell you, I, I hope he keeps with that because that message right there, I mean, it's strictly policy. It's strictly future vision. Here's what we do to make things better. Here's what we do to you know to stop China from basically trying to take over the country. Right. I mean, no hyperbole there. That's what they try to do. Yeah, this one was all about China. So I, I, I like it. I hope that he continues to use a form or these forums for that reason to put out the messages. You know, look, I know he's going to be incendiary sometimes. He's still Donald Trump. But if you can come out there and, you know, maybe like 98% of your message is policy-driven and, you know, future vision for, for a great and strong and prosperous America and the people, then I think he's in good shape. I mean, I, I agree with you. They've been good. They really have. And it's – this is where he's right. He needs to get back on Twitter. That's why, you know, the Trump team deciding where – you know, they don't have to decide anything. No. They're just trying to time it out and do the right thing. That's all. But things like that would be seen more. He did say some strong and important things. Some of it's a little scary, but to get the message across about what China's been doing for the past two years. China is buying up our technology. They're buying up food supplies. They're buying up our farmland. They're buying up our minerals and natural resources. He goes on a list of about 20 different things yeah. that you may not even be aware of. Yeah, it's a tough sell, too. The farmland thing, nobody believes it. Which is crazy to me. I mean, it's not that hard to see. I mean, you can look it up and find it in five seconds. Right. It's it's not that hard. Mm. It's uh, I don't know, man. I hope people this this but see that's the kind of stuff where even if you're not a fan of his, if you just see normal type of you know policy driven messages, you know, future vision for America and, and the American way of life, if you just see that. And he continues to make that like his main talking point. Then I think he'll be able to bring over some people who maybe you know haven't really liked him in the past, or were just unsure of him. If you hate Trump, you hate Trump. You're never going to change your mind. But you know, for the people who are unsure, and then they hear like, oh, you know, I kind of like what he's saying now these days. Maybe I'll rethink my stance. Okay, but you know, a lot of people who hate Trump, they are the biggest cheerleaders to get him back on Twitter. Oh my gosh, yes, because they think it's going to backfire. It's going to be like. Two days, whenever he's back, whenever those first tweets come out, two days of like funny things and awesome, maybe some policy things, and then all of a sudden it'll be like, oh my God, Joe Biden's such an idiot. <laughs> it's okay. not going to take long. The slippery, slippery slope. And I love that stuff. But I mean, you know, listen, I think what we've learned is it's, it, it, it's more of a turnoff to the average voter than we believe. Yes. I think most women hate that. That's right. And could you imagine if he comes out and says, Kanye West was always a good friend of mine? Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> You don't want that. That's the stuff you don't want him to tweet. I will, uh, well, I mean, I want him to tweet that. <laughs> Selfishly to talk about it on the show, but I mean, you know, yes. as far as like, you know, the future of the country, right, I don't want to tweet right. that kind of stuff. It's a, uh, a self-exploding bomb for his first campaign is what well, that would be. There's a, there's a high probability of that kind of stuff happening. <laughs> Let me just put it that way. He tweets out a picture of him and Kanye. Me and my old friend Kanye in the West Wing. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, these were good times, good times. Oh, jeez. Uh, it's not only that. Apparently, Trump's going to return to Facebook. At least they think, well, Meta, the, co the company has to decide that. Yeah. So they're going to, like, you know, have the uh, Zuckerberg Jedi Council sit there in robes and, you know, some monastery somewhere and decide that. I'm telling you, man. That's what I, that's all I imagine. Ridiculous. Zuckerberg is, like, all green like Yoda. Silly. And that sounds like a silly thing, too, but but still to this day, you know, and you'll have kids in their 20s and teens tell you that Facebook's only for old people. It's my, that's what my kids tell me. It's still probably the most influential social media app. It still is. Yeah, There's true. still most. It'll die out eventually, but Facebook is still king. It is. Yeah. I mean, it's still 
still way up there. That's 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 for sure. <laughs> and I mean, that's why. Look, to be back on Facebook would be a big deal too. You know, we pay attention to Twitter a lot because mm-hmm. he's got over eighty million, close to ninety million followers on there. Trump does, but. Being on Facebook, I mean, you are reaching a different crowd as well. Right. I mean, you have to be able to have multiple arms of social media if you're going to be serious about running for president. It's true. He needs that. He does. All right. In the meantime, guess what? Bet you didn't see this coming either. We have an NHL controversy. Oh, this is a big story, actually. It's uh, it's growing and growing. I didn't think it would last this long, but the National Hockey League is trying to figure out how to respond. A Philadelphia Flyers player boycotted warm-ups. See, what they do in warm-ups with hockey, if you're not familiar, they usually have some kind of jersey, holiday jersey, it's something they'll wear. And then they change, and they come out for the real game in the uniform. Something like this, right? Yeah. Sometimes it's an, it's an advertiser thing. Sometimes it's some sort of a social cause. Well, this happened to be the Philadelphia Flyers LGBTQ Pride Night. Okay. Evan Provorov uh, said he refused to wear the team's LGBTQ plus jersey or use a stick with a rainbow tape because of his religious beliefs. Okay. He said, I'm not wearing it. I, I just, I won't be out for warm-ups then. This is what he said. I respect everybody's choices. My choice is to stay true to myself and my religion. That's all I'm going to say. So obviously, the LGBTQ mob has come out after him and the team and do something, suspend them, blah, blah, blah. This is what they want. Interestingly enough, and you don't see this in a lot of sports, usually the coach or the GM or somebody will kind of stay out of it. John Tortorella is the coach of the Flyers now. I forgot he was there. That's where Torts landed. Very outspoken gentleman. He is. He's supporting his player, at least it sounds like to me so far. He's being true to himself and to his religion. This has to do with his belief in his religion. And it's one thing I respect about Provy. He's always true to himself. I respect Tortorella for saying that. He says a lot of dumb things, but uh, I respect him for supporting the player in Good. this. Because he's not making his opinion in there. He's not wh- wh- about right. the jersey, about right. the, the pride night. about the, All he's saying is he's supporting his player. And you don't see that a lot when these controversies pop up. No, you know, sometimes these guys are left to hang out the dry. And, and maybe not intentionally, but you would see somebody on the team say, well, you know, we support the community and this is why we do it. And so they kind of leave their player, you know, kind of hanging out to dry. But, I mean, good for him. I mean, honestly, I know people want to attack him, but why? It's his choice. He made a statement. It's a, he, say, he says on a base, whether you agree or not, it's his own personal belief. Right. I mean, it's not like he's coming out saying, you know, anti-LGBTQ things. He's just saying, hey, it's, it's not something that I'm going to actively promote because of my religion. That's his belief, and I don't think anybody should get on him for it. Well, I think this is interesting, too, because I don't think you'd see this in any other league, to be honest with you. The NHL had to release a statement. They have to. It's oh, a, it's a big story, right? they got to respond somehow. Does this surprise you? In a statement Wednesday, the NHL said players are, quote, free to decide what initiatives to support. Huh. I don't know if the NBA would say as much. Yeah, I've, probably not. I also don't think the NFL would say as much. No, they, they wouldn't. for whatever reason, decided not to support, I pick any one of their months, you know right. what I mean? By the way, if you're wondering, uh, Provorov is uh, Russian Orthodox. Yep. So you you had, of course, you know the tolerant left builder. They're, oh, they're always so they're always so inclusive. Sure. You had one of the uh, NHL analysts on the NHL Network. Not that I was watching the NHL Network, but I saw the clip on social media. Oh. And he comes on and he's just lambasting this guy. He goes, "If you don't like it, if you don't like playing in this country and you know doing things like this, then go back to Russia and fight in the war." <laughs> it's like, jeez. <laughs> Nice guy, huh? Oh, my God. (laughs) 
He's just really tolerant, really inclusive. That's that's the old. If you don't agree with me, then just go away. I don't, exactly, you're canceled because you don't agree with what I think. Exactly, is right. that's a little form of cancel culture. Uh huh. Just the takeaway for me and the surprise was the support from his coach and the league. I'm glad to see that. I, I didn't, and I got to tell you, when this popped up over the weekend, the controversy, I said, "Oh, here we go." Right. They're, everybody's going to attack this guy. Uh, it didn't turn out to be that way. And you know, you know what? It's refreshing to see, and I think which is what you're saying is. This is going against what we're used to seeing, what we're so conditioned to seeing, which is cancel culture. Exactly. They're not canceling this guy. They're right. getting behind him and saying, hey, look, we know that he's, he's not saying anything defamatory mm-hmm. about you know the, the, the uh, gay community, mm-hmm. but he's just saying this is my religious belief, so I'm not going to go out and actively support it. Uh, but he's okay, like he said in the clip. He's like, I'm not judging anybody. He's like, it's just not something I'm going to support because of my religion. And he shouldn't be canceled for that. That's his belief. Yeah, I think Good, so, I'm too. glad they're behind him. Yeah, pretty interesting. We'll see where it goes. Probably not going to go anywhere from here because he's got support. Yeah. Wow. about that? Interesting story, though. Uh, this is, too, to me. Yeah, this is a South Florida connection from a South Florida guy. The rapper Flo Rida, he's a big name in the industry, as they say. He just won a massive lawsuit against an energy drink company in a Fort Lauderdale courtroom. Huge. And I think it was right that he won, actually, believe it or not. Then we'll get to that Dolly Parton story about her rock album coming out, and it's her birthday, you know. Oh, it is. It's like, this nice. should be a holiday, Diener. All right. National holiday. Yeah, I don't know why, even why we're working. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and more next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Thank you, Jennifer. Thanks for the weather. Man, it is nice, too. Lights got heating up a little bit. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> this is a playing hooky kind of day. Uh, it is. Oh, man, I'm just looking right now, and... Thinking about it. it must be so nice at the beach today. A nice beach day. It oh, is. It's going to be nice it. tomorrow, too, though. We have that. You mentioned this off the air a little while ago. We have the nicest weather in the country by far. These It's easy to forget what kind of nasty storms they have in some of these other states. California's been a mess. Honestly, I mean, California's a mess right now. The Midwest is it's getting t- just demolished by snowstorms. Really bad. Like, it's been a bad winter so far. I mean, a lot of, you know, flights, uh, flights delayed and canceled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's actually, they're getting really bad storms throughout the country. And and it's true. I mean, we, we forget how bad it, a lot of these states have it around the country right now because it's just been so nice the past couple of weeks. Well, despite that, we're putting up the signs. We're closed. Sorry. Yes, that's right. No more room. <laughs> Everybody you, that's smart enough to move here is here. We're done. That's right. Well, unless you want to pay triple the value for my home. But other than that, stay out. <laughs> Everybody's got a price. Yes. All right. Uh, speaking of prices, this guy, Flo Rida, the rapper. All right. You know, maybe you don't know him by name. You know some of his stuff. But he's still, yeah. you know, and, and things that are pop culture hip-wise, I go to you for this, Diener, because you're actually aware of these kinds of things. We're not. He's still big name. I mean, sure. he's still big, like, in the industry, like, relevant hip, you know, now, right? Sure, sure. He, I mean, he doesn't have, uh, you know, a lot of recent hits, like, you know, in the past couple of years, but he does a lot of producing and things like that, too, so... Well, he just got himself $82.6 million more dollars. Not bad. He'll never get that amount, probably. <laughs> but that's what he was awarded in a Fort Lauderdale courtroom just yesterday. He's a Florida guy, too. Flo Rida. Came into some serious money. Signed an endorsement deal with Celsius, the energy drink, in 2014. But in 2021, he sued him, and he's been fighting this ever since. He claimed he wasn't given stock options or other bonuses they had promised him. The contract was purposely vague so that uh, Celsius would avoid paying those bonuses, his lawyers say. Just found out that uh, they breached the 2014 deal and concealed information from him. Judge says, all right, $82.6 million is what the stock is worth now. It's yours. Oh, man. That's a massive win. That's huge. I mean, I, I sounds like he deserved it from 
you know, the, the, the case files there, the Florida case files, it sounds like he uh, definitely had an argument. They were trying to cheat him out of money. This goes to show you, too, it's like the guy is probably worth even more than that. Yeah. But still, they're going to fight for every dime they possibly can get, and he feels he was cheated out of a contract. <laughs> you, know what's, you know what's refreshing? It sounds like he actually has people that in his side and his management team that work for him. Yeah. Are trying to steal his money. Now, I'm sure they want to get a piece of that, too, but still. I'm just, I mean, the underlying storyline here is I'm concerned for you, Bill. Why is that? This is your drink. Oh, this is my go-to. You love Celsius. I'm concerned for the show. (laughs) Usually by late Thursday, Friday, when we're all really dragging, hit the Celsius, boom! Just pounding the Celsius throughout the day. I do like Celsius, though. Yeah. It is the, uh, none of them are good for you. True. But it's way healthier for you than the other crap. Is it? I see. I've, I've actually never had one. Oh, it's good. Are they good? Yeah, okay. I like it. I'm always stuck in five hour uh, energy. Well, I do that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do a little cocktail there. <laughs> Pour it in there with, with with some Sprite. How do you think we do the show? Get up about three thirty in the morning, people. <laughs> Gotta make sacrifices. Not naturally, I'll no, tell you that no, much. No, no. All right, here's another courtroom story. <laughs> this guy is an idiot. Or he's got some kind of genius plan. I don't know what it is, but I don't think that's the case. So this Massachusetts story is gaining national headlines now. It was regional. It's a ter- it's a horrific story about this uh, Brian Walshy guy who they're pretty much sure killed his wife and dismembered her. Sure sounds like he did. I mean yeah. it's just it's just an awful story. But now it has national interest because he's just so obviously guilty. Yes. He b- unbelievably pleaded not guilty in a courtroom yesterday. He's been denied bail. They have so much evidence on this guy. It's not even funny. Um they point to him having done all of this with DNA. Then they go to his searches home and they find on his computer Google searches that include things like, this is literally what he typed in, 10 ways to dispose of a body. I can't believe this guy. And didn't clear out the search history. No, no, didn't delete, didn't do any type of, you know, permanent delete or, you know, bleach bit. At least learn something from Hillary Clinton. <laughs> the bleach bit program. Oh my gosh. This is kind of tough audio because it's from a courtroom, but here's what the prosecutors read out all of the things in his search Googled history. Here's some of them. You can make it out. At 11.34 a.m., dismemberment and the best ways to dispose of a body. Best ways to dispose of a body. That's what he was searching. Here's another one. Yeah. At 11.44, how to clean blood from the wooden floor. Oh. At 1.08, what happens when you put body parts in ammonia? Oh, body parts in a what? Body parts in... A- <laughs> what happens when you put body parts in ammonia? He, he, what happens yes. when? Yes. Oh, my that's right. God. He, I, he's, this guy was uh, definitely doing his research, that's for sure, and left it there for everybody to see. Bad news for Nancy Grace. <laughs> this, I don't think this is one's going to last long. Not much to go over here. No. <laughs> Holy cow. He's searching how long does DNA last. And is it better to throw away or wash your crime scene clothes? Well, I think one of Literally. them was what does formaldehyde do? Yes, that was one of them. Yeah. This guy is an idiot. What a what a real winner this guy is. God, just demonic too. Yeah. My God. All right, a much better news. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's celebrate real... the birthday of one Dolly Parton. Yes, please. She's seventy-seven today. God bless. And just awesome. So here's the story too, and I think this is even bigger. Yesterday she announced that she uh, the people who were involved in this rock album she's been teasing, and it's not like a novelty joke kind of thing. This is like, it's not like when Pat Boone in the back of the day did a metal album. <laughs> and he really did. Yes. Oh my God. But it was kind of like a joke. Okay. This is her, and she announced, I, I guess she was on The View, unfortunately, but she talked about some of the people that are going to be on this thing. Listen to some of the names. Song with me, but we got great artists like uh, 
uh, Paul McCartney is singing with me, and we got uh, we got a lot of wonderful Stevie Nicks. We just finished our song oh, last wow. night. We got John Fogarty, wow. and we've got uh, yeah, Steve Perry and Stephen Tyler. I'm even going to have Cher on. I've been you know uh -huh. getting a song for her. We've been trying that to get the right awesome. thing together. I don't know when the release date is, but it's called Rockstar. Sounds pretty great. Sure does. I mean, we kind of laughed at it first. We thought, you know, is she going to do covers of like, you know, Iron Maiden or something like that? Run for the run to the hills. No, that would be awesome. <laughs> I'd love to hear some Black Sabbath sure. and, uh, you know, Dolly doing that. But yeah. I think it's going to be some originals. All right. I think. I'm sure there's covers, too. I, but I'm, she, I mean, she's dead serious about it. She's, I'm in. She's bringing all these people into her, uh, the Dollywood studio, and she's recording with them. I think it's going to be great. Let's go. I mean, I'm ready for it. Come on, Dolly. Bring it on. Remember when, remember when they abducted her at the Rock Hall? She goes, now save my spot for a real rock. They said, no, we're going to do it. <laughs> Maybe she does some uh, CCR songs. Yeah, because John Fogarty's right? involved with it, too. That'd be uh, cool. Wow. We'll see. See what happens with it. All right, we've got more headlines coming up next. We've got uh, also Trump returning to Twitter. When will it happen next? That would be something, wouldn't it? Could it could happen at any time. Happen during our show, please. What will the first tweet be? It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. And Thank you, Jennifer, and I just want you to know whether or not you play. Just want you to know because people are talking about it. Powerball got huge again. 473 million bucks. It's what the Lake Worth billboard by 95 told me, Diener, for Saturday night's drawing. I don't know how much I can keep doing this, man. All right, it's going to break you in half. It the, is. The stress of this. <laughs> I, I feel pressured to now, you know, make a stop on the way home and buy the tickets and spend the money on it. It's like, come on. I wasn't going to go out last night. My daughter guilted me. She goes, she goes, she says, you're going to uh, buy Powerball? I said, I don't, I don't want to, you know, I'm in for the night. I'm watching the game. She goes, yeah. What if your number turns out you could have won? <laughs> and your story is you didn't listen to your daughter. You well, I was in the car five minutes later. You see what I mean? They're awful. It's just, it's it's the pressure of it. I, I can't stand it anymore. We went through this with Mega Millions. I'm like, all right, that's <laughs> over. And now Powerball's right up there. I know I know. you're thinking, well, what if you win? That's the thing of it. I'm not going to win. That's how they get you. <laughs> exactly. All right, in the meantime, uh, this is two big stories out of Trump world yesterday. First of all. I don't like tweeting. I have other things I could be doing. <laughs> well, not when you're running for a president again. That's He said that in about 2017 when he was already president, and he thought it was going to be a shoe-in that he'd win again. Well, maybe he does in 24, but probably, most likely, Trump is returning to Twitter, according to NBC News. We just don't know when. And we also don't know what the tweet's going to be. No, that's what we're trying to figure out. And we, we've been coming up with our own ideas. And I think we've come up with some pretty good ones. It's going to be, I hope it's something funny. I hope it's not a serious thing. I really don't. Well, <laughs> we, we did have a message here. Yes. From uh, Linda in Linda. New York. Shout out to Linda there. Says she hopes that we're right. That, you know, it doesn't come out with, you know, some type of fighter stance, like, you know, rig, rigged election, uh, you know, the election was rigged, the presidency <laughs> was stolen. But she's saying, can you imagine if he comes out with, good morning, America, this time we're going to beat those thieves. <laughs> That's his, his first tweet back. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> but you're right. See, here's the thing. Come I mean, out swinging. I just don't think it's elective to come out with. I mean, first tweet. It's like, good morning, rigged election. You've already convinced right. everybody that's going to be convinced. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I mean, you could try to keep people, you know, aware of being, uh, you know, aware of how important voter security is and and uh, election integrity and all that stuff. But I think everybody that understands that already understands. I just yeah. stick with other stuff. I'm not get it. I'm not saying that at all. Just other stuff. That's and I think that's going to be the main thing. I think that has to be the main thing. You should come. You know what the first tweet should be? 
We'll, like, we'll come on. The alert will come in. We go, oh, my God. You, oh, dog, it's out. It's out. What did Trump tweet? Let's see. Let's read. What is it? And he'll go, what the hell did I miss? <laughs> He's like... It's like it's like a cousin that's been out overseas for that's two right. years. You come back and everything's different. What the hell happened to this place? <laughs> I just I can't wait for it because it's going to be so so entertaining. And you know, once he starts tweeting, he won't be able to stop. No, it's going to be great. Yes. That's why. And I said this before. I'm telling you, God's honest truth. Enemies of Trump want him to tweet so badly. Oh yeah, yeah. Because they they think it's only going to be a negative. Right. They want him, to, you know, to shoot himself in the foot. Now, selfishly, we can't wait for this. Correct. Because it's just going to be automatic entertainment gold. It's going to be fantastic oh, and yes. important stuff too. Reaching out to reaching out to people again. And that's I think you know. Hopefully, and look, you're going to get some Trump tweets in there, but hopefully, a lot of it is you know policy based. Saying yeah. here's what we're going to do. You know, but I know he's going to be out there. He's going to be you know going after people, and because that's what he does. He's never going to change. I don't hate it. That's, yeah, that's, I don't mind it at all. That's how he does it. I just apparently, you know, those in the, those who think they're in the know say that it turns off a lot of voters. I don't know about that. We'll see. Yeah. Are they sick of it? Is it or after a two year break of a lot of the mean tweets, are people right. ready for it again? I think they are. <laughs> I would sure like some mean tweets now if he was still in there. Things would oh, be a lot better. This morning would Sorry. go. This morning would go well with coffee and mean tweets. Yes, it would. <laughs> All right. If you have any other ideas, what do you think the first tweet's going to be? 877-850-8585. And when? I'm interested to hear people say when it's going to be. I think it's going to be like some uh, soon. Way sooner than expected. You know why? The It's open. It, this isn't like when he's... He, they're also petitioning Facebook to go back on Facebook, but they have to make that decision. But he could tweet anytime on Twitter. I think... So. Right. I mean, why, why wait? Just start getting the message out there now. I mean, look... I know he's got truth social, and that's what people always say. Oh, why is he going to go against himself? Because if you're serious about running for president, which he is, you can't depend on truth social when on Twitter you can reach literally 10 times the amount of people than you can on truth social. Yes, you got to be on it if you're running for president again. Now, the NBC story, I don't know if I believe this at all. Trump's campaign advisors are workshopping ideas for his first tweet. Oh, workshop. He'll be like workshop schmirk shop. I've had this in I've had this in save drafts for two years. <laughs> you know what he's gonna do. He's gonna have like five six advisors in a room talking about. Okay, should the first tweet should I be combative? Should I be positive? Yeah, sure, you know, what right. kind of message. Meanwhile, Trump is gonna be sitting there in you know Mar-a-Lago, and he's gonna send out his own tweet. All these guys are arguing what, over what it should be, and one's gonna be like, uh, guys, he just tweeted. Yeah, yeah, because that's so, that sounds just like Trump, doesn't it? To listen to a panel of advisors yeah, on what right. he should say. Right. <laughs> yeah, you really know him. Sure. I don't see that happening. I'm sticking with my suggestion. You know what it's going to be? It's not going to be political. It's not going to be, you know, MAGA stuff. It's not going to be anything. It's going to be, I'm announcing my first NFL mock draft 1.0. Yeah. This is who I think the Bears are taking. They should trade go. down. Do the right thing. He's got uh, Bryce make, Young going first. Make the art of the deal. <laughs> Wouldn't it be hilarious if he just came out oh, and started talking like he never left? It would be awesome. You know, just pick up where he left off. I don't even remember what the last tweet was before he got kicked off. He should, should be like dot, dot, dot and continue that one. Yes. Like nothing ever changed. <laughs> As I was saying. As I, <laughs> before I was so rudely interrupted. Right. Oh, P.S. Thank you, Elon. I don't know. We'll see what happens with it. Who the heck knows? <laughs> um, in the meantime, uh, locally here, you've got this Flowrider uh, uh, 
award in Fort Lauderdale in a court where he won $82 million. That's a massive thing. He's a rapper, if you're not aware of him. But that's huge. I mean, we were joking around about it because I don't want to lose Celsius, the energy drink. I know. That's who he won the award against. That's enough to break a company. They can't be that big. It is. I mean, right. I mean, are they, is this like, you know, a multi-billion dollar company, Celsius Energy Drink? Or are they $500 million? $200 million? $82 million is a lot of money. That's yeah, a lot of money. For sure. Uh, the White House not making any more comments, if you're curious about that, about, you know, Joe Biden, Doc Gate. They didn't find anything else. But there was an interesting slip up from Corrine Jean-Pierre, the White House press secretary yesterday. She's talking about Kamala Harris. Aha. Uh-huh. But if you didn't listen closely, you'd think she's talking about the current president. Hmm. This can't be just a mistake now. This Sunday, the president will speak about the fight to secure women's fundamental right to reproductive health care in the face of these attacks. She will talk about what's oh, at stake whoa, with whoa, millions whoa. of women. Oh, she will talk. Oh, hold on. The president will. T- this Sunday, the president will speak. But referring to Kamala. OK, I'm sorry. I don't think she's calling Joe a girl. I think she's talking about Kamala. Joe says it all the time. Now she's saying it. Yeah, that's not a mistake. I'm it's sorry. It's starting to make not... you wonder what's really going on behind the scenes. Yeah. You know, exactly. honestly. People are chiming in, by the way, to wrap this up. Oh. Uh, Cheryl, yes. Trump's first tweet should be, hello, America, I'm back. Yes. I agree with that. Also, very similar. Frank sent that in also. Trump's going to tweet, I'm back, baby. That maybe, yeah, right. It's just something simple, right? Something like that. You know, did I think, did you miss me is probably what it's getting to be in something like that or... Welcome back to welcome back uh, your your favorite president. You know, welcome so, back. Truth Social's awesome, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> and then Elon will have to ban him again. He doesn't it's want right. people. He don't want him promoting truth. Yes, Can you imagine if he comes down and starts promoting Truth Social, and Elon has to ban him on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> How ironic would that be? Or that just tell me the first tweet isn't a shot at DeSantis. Please tell me. Oh no, the first tweet, just Ron, Ron sanctimonious. Let that be the fifth tweet. I want funny <laughs> stuff first. I don't know, more on that. Your thoughts, too, coming up next. You can text him in. Uh, you can do the app, whatever you want to do. 877-850-8585. More headlines, too, in that NHL controversy is mm. is percolating out of the Philadelphia Flyers. But amazingly, the league and his coach is sticking up for the guy for not wearing the LGBTQ jersey. It's refreshing to see someone actually, you know, s- people sticking up for somebody for once. Very interesting. It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. <laughs> The South Florida Morning Show, News Talk 850 WFTL. Also online, of course, 850WFTL.com and the app. A lot of people reaching out through the app. Surprised. I didn't even know. People found out how to text through the app faster than we did. I'm not sure I even found it yet. I was going to say, can we get with our listeners who are texting us through the app so they can teach <laughs> us how to do it? I don't even know how to explain to people how to do it, but they figure it out. It's great. <laughs> like a lot of people do. I thought the text line would be easier. Uno, 877-850. 8585 for that. Uh, well, whatever you, your choice. I don't care. Facebook, I don't care. Whatever you're comfortable with. We want to limit it to just one, I guess. Yeah. Give people options. Sure. I know we've been talking about Twitter a lot, um, and this came from Twitter like five minutes ago. It's some breaking news. It, it sounds like a small thing. I think it is important, though. Uh, Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy got to work this morning, and he made a big announcement <laughs> that they had they actually talked about before. He's ending proxy voting. Yes, that's right. Yeah, they talked no about doing more, that. No more politicians going home and just campaigning and saying, you know, and phoning in their vote. Good. No, cut that crap. Go to work. Yeah, I know it's not the most important thing in the world, but it's a statement to these politicians to, to do your jobs. Members of Congress have to show up for work if they want their vote to even count. Wow. How about that? And that's something the speaker can do. And uh, 
Obviously, Nancy was going to do that. She loved everybody being away. Loved oh, yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, because of COVID. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, show up to work. Vote from your bed. Tell somebody your votes. No. We'll just make up your vote for you. They didn't care. No. Good. Ridiculous. Show up. Irresponsible and ridiculous. Because you know the people who want to stay home and are, who are lazy are these Democratic congressmen. Don't get me wrong. They're all lazy and they're all, you know, get paid a bunch of money to essentially do nothing. But I feel like it's the Democratic Congress people who... They are more likely than not maybe don't want to come in. I would like to see a breakdown. I wonder if anybody has that. That's probably coming out today. What's the breakdown of the yeah. amount of proxy voting between Republicans and Democrats? Probably leans Democrats, but I would bet you plenty of Republicans did too. I'm sure. Well, well, I'm sure. I can't I can't make that vote. I gotta go back home and raise some money. That's right. Yes. Yeah. You, you got Maxine Waters like, I actually have to come to work now. I can't remember where work is. <laughs> She's unbelievable. She's just an awful person. My God. All right, so that's happening. That's uh, that's was just uh, breaking news from McCarthy. Good. He's getting things done. That was one of his little, um, you know, running for the House Speaker job. That was one of his little campaign promises. So, I mean, listen, maybe you don't like the guy. Maybe you think he's wimpy, wishy-washy, or maybe you even think he's a rhino. But so far, he's coming through with what he promised he was going to do. Just remember one of the deals they came to. It only takes one vote to bring his speakership to a vote. Short leash. So that's it. Very, very short leash. Uh, including for this guy. This is the one. Now it's becoming a big, big national headline. And I think for one specific reason, he's so stupid. This is that Massachusetts murder story. That murder story is horrific. I mean, mm. it's just the details of it are gross what he allegedly did. What's making the headlines for this Massachusetts guy, Brian Walshy, though, is how unbelievably just either obvious about it or didn't care or was just really that dumb about the clues he left. There's all kinds of DNA killing his wife yeah. and dumping her body. There's search clues, people he had talked to about it, and now the the prosecution yesterday in the courtroom, as he's been denied bail, listed a bunch of things he put on a Google search bar of, like, ways to dispose a dead body. That was one of them. And I mean just one of them. Yeah, he actually Googled that. Another one was, what does formaldehyde do? Yep, he said that. Or Googled it, I should say. I know, off the top of my head, another one he did was, how long does DNA last? That was another one, yeah. Here's your answer. Forever. How, how, do, <laughs> how did he clean blood from a wooden floor? <laughs> oh he, he did that one. I think my favorite was, uh, what's better, throwing away or washing your crime scene clothes? Wow. I mean, this guy, He, you know what's funny is he thought he was being smart. He's like, yeah, I'm going to this and see how to do all this so I don't get caught. Meanwhile, he left a trail of breadcrumbs the size of turkeys for investigators <laughs> to just look at and say, oh, yeah, you, you killed your wife. And you threw away her body. He's just a maroon. I mean, I can't think that, unless it's some sort of psychological thing where you want to be prosecuted. I, I have no idea. He's going to be. Oh, yeah. I hope so. This, I mean, if this system works, this is the shortest trial of all time. Honestly, this trial should be over by midweek, next week. I mean, what are they What are they going to wait for? I mean, what kind of discovery do you, do you need? What kind of evidence do you need to present? Just that That's it. It's done. DNA's <laughs> at the scene. He, he looked up online how to kill his wife and dispose of her body. What else do you need? Who is, like, who is, uh, there's money here, so I don't think it's like yeah. a public defender. I think he has a real attorney. Who is the defense attorney that has to work this? Oh, man, I feel bad for them. Well, what's he going to say? Well, we can't be sure that he, it was him typing those things. That's right. What if somebody else was typing that? <laughs> this is circumstantial, Judge. But they did, did plead not guilty, so maybe they're going for an insanity thing. Man, oh, man. And that, that was the thing, too, with the money. Another thing he searched was, <laughs> how long does it take to inherit money? Ah, 
There you, there you go. So if you were looking for a motive, <laughs> there it is. There's your guy. What a lunatic. In the meantime, we have a good old-fashioned, well, maybe not old-fashioned. I don't know if I've ever remember a National Hockey League controversy over the LGBTQ plus crowd. Yeah, this came out of nowhere. But we got one now. The uh, NHL has had to respond. A Philadelphia Flyers player boycotted warm-ups during the team's LGBTQ Pride night this past week. Um, this is how it usually works in hockey. Like They'll have like a holiday thing, you know, whatever. But the warm-up jerseys are a completely different thing they'll put on as they're warming up, you know, skating around circles, sure. warming up. And then they go in the hall, locker room and change. Well, there was like a rainbow-themed thing for the Flyers, right? the pride thing, for their warm-ups mm-hmm. for this thing. They got a player, Ivan Provorov, uh, Provorov, yeah, that said he refused to wear the team's LGBTQ plus jersey or use a stick with rainbow tape because of his religious beliefs. Here's what he said, and, he, and again, he makes a good point. What's shocking about this is the support he's getting, which is pretty refreshing. I respect everybody's choices. My choice is to stay true to myself and my religion. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, so they keep hounding him, obviously, with questions about this thing. The first thing when I saw this story was, uh, they're just going to, like other leagues, they're going to hammer him. They're going to suspend him. It's going to be nonstop. Then I raised my eyebrow when his coach, John Tortorella, torts. Oh, yeah. Very nice outspoken guy. guy comes out and he speaks up for him. He He's being true to himself and to his religion. This has to do with his belief in his religion. And it's one thing I respect about Provi. He's always true to himself. Hey. Hold on a second. Then you got support there. Then all of a sudden, you got the league chiming in too. The NHL releases a statement, which again, on the surface, you think would be like, they admonish him, you know, they support and all this other stuff. No. The NHL statement says players are, quote, free to decide which initiatives to support. How about that? It's not like a glowing endorsement of the guy. It's just saying he's got a choice to make the choice. Yeah, which, I mean... You would think that would be common sense in today's world, but unfortunately, it's like if, if you know, the tolerant left always goes, if you don't conform to us, then you are canceled, because that's how tolerant they are. They're and so, so open-minded, Bill. There has been that. Yeah. You know, he's heard that, but from his own coach, I don't know about the organization, but the league, if not outright supporting him, they're defending his right to have his own opinion about it. It's refreshing to see, because look, you can agree with his opinion or not, but that's the thing of it. It's his opinion, and it's his belief system when it comes to his religion, which is Russian Orthodox, by the way. Right. And so if that's his belief system, why would you force somebody? That's not right. You can't force somebody to go against something they, they believe in. It's not like he's saying it would be different if he came out and said something defamatory, something yes. you know d- uh, that was uh, discriminatory in nature towards the gay community. He's That's just, not what this was at all. He's just saying it goes for even if you disagree with him, it goes it goes against my religion. I, I made this decision. I he's, support everybody else's religion. Yeah, he's just not looking to actively promote it by you know wearing what they want him to wear. But let me ask you this: If this was a similar player in a different league. Doing the same thing in the NBA, mm-hmm. baseball, or the NFL. Would the league have supported him? Baseball, maybe. NFL, NBA, no. I don't think they would have either. No. I think the NBA would have admonished the guy. Yes. I really do. They probably would have suspended him, actually. the team. Pro- if this was the NBA, let's say this was somebody on any NBA team, the player would, I think, just from past experiences with how NBA has handled different social things. Right. And we've would, seen that. You're right. Yes. I think he would have been suspended. Wow. So it's, it's, it's nice to see somebody... Being stood up for for their beliefs instead of things being forced upon them. It's it's it's, it's weird that it's refreshing to see this. Yes. This should be the norm. It used to be. Wow. <laughs> All right, we got some other headlines to talk about. Some of your responses are coming in now about what the first Trump 
a tweet. I'm used to saying truth I know, right? What the first Trump (laughs) tweet should be. 877-850-8585 is the text line, or you can reach out through the app, too. We've got that coming up, as well as Stephen A. Smith has our first Super Bowl controversy. Oh, this guy. And more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Do you miss me yet? Do you miss me? Well, we're going to find out. And that may be. I think that's the leader in the pack so far. People thinking that's what he's going to say his very first tweet, Diener. Maybe that'll be it when he's back because apparently it's going to happen according to NBC News. They're thinking about it. Yep, that's right. He's coming. Uh, again, according to, to NBC, but that uh, his campaign is getting ready. They're in, the, they're in the think tank as we speak on what the first tweet should be as he returns to Twitter. By the way, that's a bunch of garbage. That's a bunch of hooey. <laughs> the NBC report says Trump's campaign advisors have workshopped ideas. There's no workshopping of ideas and telling him what to say. Are you high? This, he's going to be kidding me. He's like, workshop no. my you-know-what. Yeah, exactly. I'll tell you what to say. He's he's going to say whatever he wants to say. So some great suggestions. We opened up the text line, but there's people chiming in from all different things. The text line is 877-850-8585. What's the first tweet going to be? I like some of the suggestions coming in from the app and email recently here. First of all, our friend BB says, oh, yeah. says let's see, where did I leave off? That'll be his first tweet. Uh, Benjamin chiming in. First time we've heard from him. He has a couple of different suggestions. It's going to go like this. Fake news, fake news, Lazy Joe. (laughs) Benjamin has another suggestion. I like it. It's actually really good. He says, uh, well, make America great. But then the real one is, where's Corn Pop? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Let's turn this around on Corn Pop. I like it. (laughs) It's a good one. What if it just takes direct shots at Joe Biden? In the on the Twitter machine, <laughs> I mean, listen. A full disclosure: we're selfish as hell. This is going to be great for us. Yeah, I oh, absolutely. That's why we're excited about yes, it. Yes, the content that comes from this. Oh, it's going to be awesome. We've got a lot over here too. Okay, on the on the text line, would you like to hear some of these? Yeah, let's go through them. All right, uh, Ian, not the hurricane. No, I like Ian, not the hurricane. Yes, he always. We, we told him he always has to now that's, introduce himself that that's, way. That's your 850 name. That's right. He says, uh, Trump's first, and to be fair, I haven't previewed these, so I really don't know what I'm about to read. Those are the best. That's right. Trump's first tweet uh, will be announcing his endorsement of DeSantis' run for president. <laughs> the, the world would melt. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine that? That would be uh Despite the, the fake news, Ron and I are together right now. In That's fact, right. press send, Ron. His first tweet is going to be a, a selfie of him and Ron DeSantis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Unstoppable force. What, what a twist that would be. We have another <laughs> listener that says Trump should have a mean tweet alert. For the suburban Karens, just to troll them. They don't vote for him anyway. <laughs> well, you know what? Yeah, you're right. They're not going to get the vote of them, are they? They're the, one, they're the only Very ones rare. who hated the mean tweets, honest to God. Yeah. And this is one of the most misconstrued things of all time in the news. Liberals love his mean tweets. Like oh, the, yeah. the normal Democrat political operatives love him because they think it hurts him. The only ones that hate it are, are, are suburban soccer moms. That's, I guess that's where it was coming from. I, I don't th- know. I think. I don't know. Oh man, that texture is right. That's that, that would be something. Mm. I do like these with uh, you know some some of these twists that people are proposing. Oh, absolutely, absolutely See, that's, right. That's that's the kind of stuff I like. And oh. then we had somebody texting us from the beach. That's all because we said today's a good day to skip work and go to the beach. So somebody listened to us. 
don't think they, they took our advice. Picture. I think they were headed to the beach anyway. Maybe they were. I'm not taking responsibility for somebody <laughs> playing hooky and losing their job. We didn't tell you directly to skip work and go to the beach. We're just saying it's a nice beach day. That's all. I'm sticking to my uh, my prediction for the text, uh, the first Trump tweet, though. It's going to be his first NFL mock draft 1.0. <laughs> I, will, I will be releasing these throughout the spring. First of all, I think the Bears are going to trade down. Could you imagine? The art of the deal. He just starts going over like NFL analytics. <laughs> I'm announcing I'll be at the Senior Bowl. I'll be. I'll, you got all the NFL GMs and scouts there with stopwatches and Trump. He becomes a scout for the Patriots. <laughs> Working for Bob Kraft. I told Belichick not to take a cornerback in round one. He didn't listen to me. <laughs> Foolish. Foolish. All right, more of those. Oh, we'll see. Feel free to chime in if you have more ideas. 877-850-8585 or on the app. I don't know how to text on the app, but you people do. <laughs> it's there somewhere. I don't know. We just, it links up to our email. That's how we get it. We see your messages on the app. We don't know how you got there, but we're happy you did. Mm. Here's a follow-up on uh, the story we had yesterday about TikTok, the uh, growing ban. We know that 20 states have banned it on government devices. There's a sort of a federal ban on it, too. Now some major colleges and universities are doing it, too. Growing number of Texas universities in particular, banning the use of TikTok, the social media Chinese app, on their computers, networks, with Wi-Fi services. Uh, not sitting well with professors, though, who say they use the social media site for their research. I'm trying to think of what kind of, I guess it would be a sociology class. I guess that would be it, right? That would use it for research. I mean, can't you do that on Instagram and Twitter? Uh, I mean, I, I get TikTok is more video-based. I understand that. Do you that, have but... to be on TikTok itself right. to do the research on TikTok? Mm. Here's one professor at UT Austin. Well, wait a minute. First of all, you're talking about Austin. Yeah. That's well. like Little California in Texas. Yeah. So let's see what he says about it. Um, hold on a second. Sam is not loading up here. Oh, he's coming. The ban on TikTok limits my ability to generate understandings of the ways in which this new incredibly important platform affects day-to-day life. That's a bunch of crap and you're just being lazy. You can find out everything you need to know about TikTok without being on it. You're just a lazy Birkenstock wearing UT professor. That's right. Probably with an unkempt beard, I would imagine. You sound like you smell. Yes. Sorry. Yes. (laughs) Like, Like yesterday's coffee. (laughs) <laughs> like yesterday's overpriced coffee. Oh, my God. That's what he smells like. Uh, pretty much. So I don't buy that at all. So, <laughs> is this thing going to... I think it's going to grow among universities. I think probably high, it'll drip down to high schools as well where they'll ban TikTok on their site and, you know, uh, school-issued computers and devices and Wi-Fi and all that stuff. I don't think... I think it's too late. I think Trump talked about this and he had a chance to do it and was going to do it in a second term as far as an actual national ban where, you know, this couldn't be on any kind of a uh, Wi-Fi anywhere, like India. Like, you, you're, you're an Indian resident, you can't get on TikTok. They ban, they ban the thing, like, outright. I don't think we're going to reach that point. I think it's too late. You can't possibly get teens and young people in their 20s off of TikTok. And no. adults, too. You can't do it. It's, it's ingrained in, in society at this point. It, it was, just is. It's had two, a three-year run of just, it's huge. I mean, I, I wish. And listen, I'm not trying to be a curmudgeon here and say TikTok isn't a fun app. It is. I mean, my wife is on it all the time, so I'm not going to be a hypocrite about it's it. It's a great design. It yes. just is. But for the security concerns, those are real. I mean, that's no doubt. They have they can access anything they want from you. And that's, and that's the thing of it, is just... 
Maybe you don't care about the security. Maybe you don't care that the Chinese are getting all of your information and or have the ability to track you. Maybe maybe that doesn't bother you. Maybe you figure you're being tracked anyway and the U.S. government's stealing all your information as it is. And maybe that's true. But at the same time, I mean, it's it's got to be in the back of your head a little bit. I mean, this thing, like, it's, it's dangerous for security. To, listen, I... You want to talk about ineffective? Two years I've been trying to get my two kids, and they were younger then. They were uh, both in their teens then. One's still 18, off of TikTok. And their reasoning has always been, well, what do they want with me? There's, there's mil- tens of millions of people in the country on TikTok. Why would they single me out and get my data? And I can't argue against it. I said, but the problem is you got everybody saying that exact same thing, and that's how nobody cares. And then right, you have that mass type of, you know, opinion where all of a sudden one, one, one person says, well, you know, what do they want with me? Then that turns into 10 people thinking 100. Before you know it, you have 50 million people saying, well, why do they want my information? <laughs> you know, so I and said to Danielle, I go. said, you might as well just move to Beijing. They got you. Forget <laughs> oh, it. No, no. You're basically Chinese at this point. Oh, no. Poor girl. You're Chinese, Danielle. That's who you are. <laughs> That didn't work either, by the way. It's no. a bad parenting no, tip. No, that didn't work. She just laughed me off. They don't care. I mean, Kristen was on the sofa the other night. She says, let's let's watch some China videos. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you know what's happening. But That's she, funny. Let's, she, she let's see what's going on with China. <laughs> let's open up my, my profile yeah, to the Chinese government. That's what it is. Yeah, that's how it goes. All right. Uh, usually at this time of the year, and this year's no different, we have a little bit of an NFL controversy leading up to the Super Bowl some way, some way. Some of this stuff is designed, it's kind of like, you know, to get more hype up for the Super Bowl, and then they and then they release, like, you know, some of the early commercials and other this stuff. This is Controversy Week. And we got our first one. It's more like a non-traversy, but still, they're talking about it. It gets us talking about the Super Bowl, which is what? The th- February 12th? That's what I've been told, yes. I think it's the 12th. Because I know it's it's the Sunday right before for Valentine's Day, so oh, I'm pretty sure man. it's the 12th. I hate that it's I, so late, by the way. I, I, it bothers hate, me yes. that it's not around the 3rd or 4th or 5th. It's too, hate it. yes. And I'm used to be right on your birthday. <sighs> Never Even again. Those past championships you won on your birthday. Never again. I know. Sorry. 21 years ago today, by the way, the Vinatieri kick in the snow. Just just throwing that out there. Now I feel really old. Oh, man. Now I'm just flat out depressed. Was that the tuck rule game against the Raiders? Yeah, it was. Wow, I remember watching that. Uh, Yesterday, ESPN loudmouth Stephen A. Smith, who I think is actually really good, but he is loud, you're right. (laughs) He was asked about the Super Bowl and some pre-hype. He was excited to see Rihanna at the Super Bowl halftime show. He's now issued an apology. I'll tell you that much for what he said, and this is what he said. Are you excited for this halftime show? I don't want to say I'm not excited. She's fantastic. That's, yes. not, where I'm, that's not where I'm going with this. Okay, where are you going? She's a lot of things. She's spectacular, actually. Yes, uh-huh. She ain't Beyonce. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. So he's had to come out with an apology and say, I didn't mean to offend, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> So he got a lot of flack. He, 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 an apology video on Instagram, which is, by the way, why they do these things, because you get the double effect. You get to insult. You know, it's not really insult, but you get to make the contra- fake controversy, and then you get to come back with the apology, which means you get twice the exposure. That's how the game works. This is You have to understand, Stephen A. Smith, if you're, if you're not familiar with him, he's made a career, a very, very, very lucrative career off of being that guy. Right. <laughs> and it works for him. That's his character. Here is uh, here's what he said and why he said that. He said the, he, he only compared the two of them because Beyonce had done the halftime show twice, once by herself, once with Bruno Mars and Coldplay. Remember that? Yeah, I do remember that, yes. 
And he says she set the bar so high he's going to judge every halftime show from here on out against that. I thought Bruno Mars' solo performance was better than hers, personally. I thought Lady Gaga's solo performance was better than Beyonce's. I like Lady Gaga's, Yeah, believe it or not. I'm no fan of hers. But the show itself, like that's the kind of like performer you need to hold yes. your own on that kind of thing. I thought Bruno Mars' Super Bowl halftime performance was maybe, what, maybe close to 10 years ago now. I thought that was the best performance within the past 10, 15 years. It was good. Yes. I liked it a lot. The worst was that Maroon 5 thing. That was not good. I absolutely despised well, that show. Wait a minute. That was worse than your, yours and Jen's favorite, The Weeknd? Even worse. Worse than The Weeknd? Not much worse, but worse. <laughs> the Weeknd was just, I give him, you know what? I give him a pass. It was the COVID year. Yeah, that's right. I give every, like, that didn't, that didn't exist. Okay. 2020 didn't exist. <laughs> so the weekend, we, we give him a pass. The whole thing. I liked last year's. I know people were up and down on it, but that was with Mary J. Blige and 50 Cent and uh, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg. It was all right. I thought that was good. I, I just, where did The Rock go? Not The Rock. You can't get rid of that guy. <laughs> he was at the Super Bowl last I, year. He was. I'm yes. like, get off the field. <laughs> no, where's The Rock? Where's Rock and Roll? Where Rock? You. And I, you know what? It's not even the Super Bowl. Uh, it's not even their fault. There's no more rock bands. The last time they did it was Red Hot Chili Peppers, and that was like somewhere around 10 years ago. I want an all heavy metal or something. I thought with Super Bowl thing next year. With with the way that Metallica got so much press from uh, Stranger Things when right. they did Master Puppets, right. this, you know, this instant classic scene in it Stranger Things. I thought this was a perfect time to get Metallica as the halftime performer. But, but you no. can't, but you can't pair him with anybody. No, they have to That's do the problem. Thing. They're right. going to like dig up Slayer or something. Well, <laughs> Anthrax and Metallica on the Super Bowl. And here's Metallica with Rihanna. Oh no. How's that going to go? <laughs> Like to find out. Well, she's by herself right now, so because you know what it was. I can't remember how long ago it was, but they had the Stones do it. Yeah, I remember that. I like that. I did too. But the reaction from uh, Middle America was, they're so old. Yeah, I know. And that was like twenty years ago. I liked the Who as well when they did it, but I, it was the same thing. They're too old. Me too. Yeah, they complained that they're too old. Oh well. I don't know. <laughs> what I'll do we see. know? What do we know? <laughs> Nothing, I guess. All right, we've got uh, more responses. What should Trump's first tweet be? We'll go into the text line for that, as well as the app. And we've got some uh, more headlines to talk about. And I have a conundrum for you, Diener. Here's a question. Mm -hmm. National poll, social science. You keep any toys from your childhood? Do you want my answer now? Just yes or no? Yes. A stunning amount of people do. Okay. Like good. a lot. I was afraid I was in the vast minority. Not, I always thought it was weird. Not like whatsoever. Okay. All right, that and more coming up next. The self Loader Morning Show. Keep it here. Now, that's a really good idea. Both the 850 app, which is great, and everything you find online, you can find on the app, too, including uh, reaching out for us and finding the Morning Show blog, or right there, 850WFTL.com. A lot of you have reached out uh, with your responses to what will the first Trump tweet be as he's back online, which is going to be pretty soon. He's not waiting for a think tank. He's just going to send it. 877-850-8585 is the text line. What are people saying now? Any new fresh ideas? Yeah, we got a new one, and I got to say I'm kind of jealous because I didn't even think of this, and it's a great idea. <laughs> Someone wrote his first tweet should be, let's go Brandon. Oh, yeah. Come on. That'd be fantastic. One then he our... would also acknowledge that he's heard it at all the rallies. Yes. Wow. One of our very astute listeners texted us that. That is a good, good suggestion. It's really good. Good job. <laughs> Keep them coming. Hey, this is a crazy uh, story. You wish the guy the best. Florida Congressman Greg Stubbe. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, he represents the Sarasota area. Recovering after falling off a roof. Happened, happened uh, yesterday. His office made the announcement asking for prayer for Stubbe and his family, adding that more updates will be provided when possible. He's 44, 
He's in the state's 17th congressional district, re-elected to Congress back in November. Fell off something crazy, like 20, 25-foot roof or something. Yeah, he was, he was, I guess, cutting trees. Fell down 25 feet, they're talking about. And the city had some pretty bad injuries, but he's in the recovery, you know, right now in ICU. Man, that's really, a serious, I could see how it could happen. That's really bad. I mean, this is Greg Stubbe's, you know, pretty recognizable congressman. Not for nothing. This isn't the most important aspect of it. First of all, like they say, you want the guy to get healthy, but uh, with a very, very thin majority, yeah, you know, things like this do actually matter. And also add this into the mix, too. We had it about, I don't know, like an hour ago. Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy, first thing he said when he got to Capitol Hill this morning, got out of the limo, was announcing effectively no more proxy voting on important votes. you got to be there in person. Right. How does that work when somebody's injured like that? Yeah. There's, there's... I mean, it's rare. I know. I don't know how. I mean, is there some type of, you know, injury um, exclusion? I don't know. You know, serious injury or hospitalization exclusion where if you can't make it to vote, that's the reason why you can still do a proxy vote. I mean, they should have some type of exclusion in there. That's interesting. I don't know how that works. Do you need like a doctor's note for Congress? How does that work? (laughs) Hey, uh, Stubby, I know you're hurting there, but can you uh, have the doctor write us a note and fax it up to McCarthy? I mean, come on. <laughs> wow. I don't know. In the meantime, speaking of Republicans who are uh, in some trouble, we haven't talked about him too much. How about this cat? This George Santos? Oh, this guy is a real piece of work. He's an absolute dirtbag. Yeah. He happens to be a Republican. He uh, was elected from New York. I mean, he's been accused of, among other things, and there's a new one today, lying about his background. Yep. Uh, his identity, yeah, because there are fraud allegations. This guy, so, you know, obviously man. Democrats are saying, you need to suspend him and get rid of him. And listen, not like he's a nice guy or anything, but the Republicans make a good point. They said, oh, okay, now do Elizabeth Warren. I mean, Now, now do Biden. You gotta, All the times he's lied yeah. about his background. Got to look at both, right? Not saying what this guy has done is right at all. I mean, I guess there's stories coming out saying that he lied about his mom being in New York City during 9-11? Yeah, that's the latest one. That's the newest one. What in the world? Lying he, about his mom on 9-11. And he's, he stole money from a a uh, charity fund that was going towards a sick dog, like a veteran's dog or something like that? It seems like every day there's something about this guy. Ugh. Sleazeball. Uh, he cla- for the, the mom story, he claims on his website that his, that his mother survived the September 11th terror attack in her office at the World Trade Center. Oh my gosh. Freedom of information documents obtained by NBC show that the mom was actually living in Brazil. <laughs> oh, no. How do you make something like that up? Because you don't think anybody's ever going to check. Wow. <laughs> you have, just have no conscience, no morals whatsoever None. at that point. None whatsoever. I mean, but... So I, don't I, know don't, what, I don't know what's going to happen with him. Whether they get, I don't know if they can just... I, I don't think there's anything to suspend them on, is there? I mean, he didn't. He, he's a jerk. They're not I mean, gonna let him on any committees. No, he's a bad person. <laughs> but I guess if he didn't break any law, did he break laws? I mean, did he break election laws? That's I, I don't know. He's just wow. I don't know what, they, <laughs> I don't know what they're gonna do with him. Who didn't vet that guy? Whoa! All right, we're gonna have to get to it next, Dina. We got more headlines, more uh, contributions from you, the audience, about what f- Trump's first tweet's gonna be, and also this this conundrum. Did you keep any toys from your childhood? You still have them now? I did. I do. You're not alone. Sh- according to America, shocking number of people. Yeah, do. I'm, I'm looking forward. And to a he- lot. Really? Yep. Looking forward to hearing this. And which ones? We got that and more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Do you miss me yet? Do you miss me? Well, 
Is that going to be the first tweet? Is it going to be something else? One of the many awesome suggestions our listeners have, have tweeted, uh, or excuse me, and texted in. 877-850-8585. Got a new one in here. You know what I like about this, Dean? Are people we haven't heard from before. Oh, good. We have Eric. This came in through the app. A lot of them through the app today. I, I would love to know how they're doing that. I need, I need a class with one of our listeners. <laughs> Eric's suggestion is, here's Johnny. <laughs> is that Eric Trump? It just says, <laughs> just says Eric. What if it's Eric Trump? Well, I didn't want out people with last names, you know. <laughs> Who knows what it's going to be? I don't know. Good. Could be anything. We don't even know when it's going to happen, but I think it's going to be soon. I do not buy this part of the NBC story that says he's putting together a team of advisors to figure out how he's going to tweet. No, he's not. He's not going to listen to Yeah, okay. That sounds just like Trump, doesn't it? A team of advisors to tell him what to say. Right. Yeah, I don't see that happening. Yeah, because no. in the 50 years this guy's been in the public eye, that's exactly how he operates, right? right? He's yeah. going to have a team of advisors trying to decide what he's going to say. Meanwhile, he's going to sit in Mar-a-Lago and tweet something out while they're all arguing about what he should be saying. <laughs> Give me a break. Do you remember he did say that, though, within the first couple of months when he was elected? <laughs> he came out with, at uh, some of the rallies going, they're trying to get me to be nicer. Calm That's right. down. Cool. Keep it cool, Donald. Keep it cool. <laughs> he, did, he makes mention of it. He does. And then he goes, ah, the hell with that. That's I like a- being nasty. <laughs> <laughs> He can't help it. This is going to be so good. Oh, man. It's going to be a great year. I do think he comes out sooner than later as far as the tweet. Me too. I mean, it just makes sense. I mean, the reason why they're doing it is because they know he has a far bigger reach on Twitter than he does on, on Truth Social. And if you're serious about running for president... Then you need to be on these big social media platforms like Twitter and right. Facebook. They're trying to get back onto, right? Because you have a bigger reach, you have a bigger audience. So why wait to reach that audience? I think you do it sooner than later. What does he do then? What does truth become? I think it becomes just where that he goes for like policy platform speeches. Which, by the way, if you're missing out on these, he's released like three or four. It's like really good. Like what he would work on the top priorities for a 2024 yes uh, presidency. When he, he's, you know, as he assumes it, when he's in. And it's, he released one yesterday about everything China's doing. It was unbelievable. China is buying up our technology. They're buying up food supplies. They're buying up our farmland. And he goes, he lists like 15 really scary things to make people aware of it. And what would he, he would do to stop it, he, in his words, when he's president again. Yeah. That's important. These have been good. They have, and I think if he could get those out more in the public, if people can see that side of him more, where it's just, hey, this is President Trump, yeah. not, you know, mean tweet Trump, right? and just give, you know, these straight policy things about how he's going to improve the country and our way of life, that's what you got to highlight. But I don't want no mean tweets. Well, I mean, there's those I'm, still going to sneak for, in I here and there. I really use a mean tweet right about now. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know. They're still going to, you know, you're still going to get uh, Sleepy Joe and... You know, things like that coming out, for sure. Somebody suggested that. Somebody somebody texted that in and they said, here's the first tweet. Fake news, fake news, Sleepy Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I did like, the, I think the most creative one, because we've had a lot of good ones, but I think the most creative one was from uh, our listener, Dave, or super listener, I like to call him, yeah. where he said Trump would come out and just start hyping up FAU basketball. <laughs> hey. I like it. He's a local guy. Yes. Maybe he's been slipping into some FAU ball games. We don't know. You know, Trump is there. Hell, look, look at old Dusty May there. <laughs> got the Owls at uh, seventeen and one or sixteen and one, wherever they are. I think it's seventeen and one. <laughs> Not bad. He said March Madness tweets. <laughs> All right, I am publishing bit by bit in a. This is a thread of my bracket. Yes. This is who you should. This is who you should go with. <laughs> Trump. Trump March Madness. Right. 
Um, there's another one. That this just literally popped in from Casey. Casey, thanks for listening. He's he's uh, t- texted in before. Trump should tweet. Remember, Obama wanted us to never underestimate Biden's ability to blank things up. That's true. That is very true. And by the way, Casey, I don't think you're far off. I could absolutely see something like that. I could see the first 50 to 60 tweets literally just blasting what Biden's done in the past two years. I just, th- just with the, un, like, un, like, just scorched earth policy, reminding everybody what we've gone through and what Biden's done. I could see it. I think that's a good way to go as well. Highlight the weakness, right? Highlight your strength and highlight your opponent's weakness. No doubt about it. That's how you get people, uh, you know, realizing what's what's going on and, and what your message is. By the way, I just got to throw this out there real quick because shame on me. Mm. One of our texters reminded me about the Super Bowl halftime shows. We were just talking about, you know, uh, Rihanna. Oh, yeah. And she's going to be the Super Bowl performer. And she ain't no Beyonce. And Stephen A. Smith saying she ain't no Beyonce. Yeah. And I said, you know, Bruno Mars, I felt like was one of the best ones in the past 15 years. I forgot about Prince. Oh, Prince was, that was. That takes the cake. I mean, might have been the best of all time. Yes. So one of our listeners reminded me. He's singing Purple Rain. It's in the Purple Rain from God. I mean, come on. Come on. You you can't beat that. You know what, too? One of the best shows, one of the worst games of all time. Yeah, that's true. That was Colts and Saints, wasn't it? And it wasn't that close. The Colts beat the bag off of the Bears. The Bears. It was the Bears. That's right. It wasn't even close. Yeah. It was in the rain in Miami. That's right. Wow. I think the Bears returned the opening kick. They did. Devin Hester, right? Yeah, local kid. Devin Hester played for the Bears. He's right about that half. That was amazing. That's a good one. Prince was a fantastic live. Can't forget about that. It's a great addition. All right. uh, Out of the headlines for a second and into our conundrum, our hypothetical hypothermical deaner. I go to you on this. You're an adult. I try. You were a child. (laughs) At what point? You keep an average of... uh, Oh, I don't know. 20 toys from your childhood? Because that's the national average. I mean, they surveyed thousands of people on this. 20 toys. That's a lot, actually. You've been moving house to house to dorm to dorm to... My God. I do keep them. I have a full box. You think it's 20? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Really? Yes. See, yes. I thought this is a preposterous number. No, I have way more than that. And actually, you know what? You remind me. I got to take it out because I want my my forethought as a child. And this is how weird I am. My thought was I want to keep these toys so one day my kids can play with them. Oh, that's creepy as hell. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought about when I was like 12. I mean, they didn't. And even- I kept them. They didn't even do that in Toy Story. Oh, no, no, I kept it. Oh, my God. I was like, I think it would be cool for my kids to play with my toys one day. And I still have a bunch of like original Disney toys, like when Aladdin and Lion King first came out. Oh, yeah. I have all these original toys. Well, listen to this. Maybe you're not far off. 65% of people, they're adults now, they plan to keep these toys they've kept since childhood to give them to their grandchildren. There you go. 57% 57% say they keep them because they're sentimental. That's like toys. That's the, that's the plot of Toy Story. Yeah, 100%. I mean, sentimental factor has a lot to do with it right there for sure. Uh, 59% say, these are the curmudgeons, because it's better than anything you can buy today. <laughs> All that garbage they got out now. They don't even have Toys R Us anymore. Bunch of crap. <laughs> Number one toy people have kept, and this is girls, Barbies. Yeah. And then Legos. Legos are worth money. You can really honestly invest in Legos because you can buy those and sell. You don't open the box, sell it a year later, you probably get double what what you paid for it. They're the same. Yeah. Uh, Followed by, I wish I kept mine, Hot Wheels. Yeah. And now we get one that's, it it cuts very deep to me. Oh, no. G.I. Joe's. I had, my mother threw out, I I have none because my mother tossed everything. Oh. 
It's like like high school one day. It was you know you have a downstairs thing and there's a whole thing of toys. They yeah. just got cleaned out everything, oh, no. all the baseball cards, everything. No. And she actually liked me. I don't know what the hell happened. <laughs> but when I was a kid, I had one of the last runs of the full size GI Joe. Oh wow, nice. The big dude, and he was awesome. He had an afro. Yeah. Wow. He had. They called it action eyes. Action There's eyes. There's a little switch in the back of his head, and you switch it back and forth. And I know this is visual, but his eyes would go. They would move back and forth. Oh, that's awesome. Right. What? And action eyes. And <laughs> kung fu grip. Oh, well, you can't go without that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he could grab onto things. That's right. So I used to have him rappel over to my neighbor girl's Barbie camp sure. for a little R&R. <laughs> yeah. He's holding on to the rope just going. He's like, oh, yeah. See, I didn't have G.I. Joe. I had his uh, nemesis there. Remember, remember Destro? He had on, like, the silver face mask. That was after me. Because you, you were on the era yeah. of the little guys. Yeah. No, I had the full-size, full-uniform G.I. Joe with action grip. Man. Action eyes and kung fu grip. I think I still have my, my Destro. He was one of the villains <laughs> in, in my day of G.I. Joe. It was like a 12-inch doll. It was, it was a foot-tall doll. I remember I wanted it so bad as a kid because I wanted it. <laughs> how stupid I was. In the cartoon... He never took off this silver mask. You never knew what his face looked like, right? So you, that was the character. You wanted to see. So like, I want the toy so I can take <laughs> off this mask and see what he looks like. And so I couldn't wait to open this up. I think it was like my eighth or ninth birthday. And I opened it up, and it's just, you know, this plastic just plain face. face. I'm like, this is it? <laughs> I thought it was going to be this grand reveal. You remember Stretch Armstrong? Oh, yeah, I had those, yeah. My brother cut into it to find out what the goo was. <laughs> mine and it cut into mine. <laughs> Mine just took a, took a steak knife That's and right. cut him open. That's right. Horrible childhood. Yeah. <laughs> it was a bunch of corn syrup. It was very sticky. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. No, I think it was like flubber or something. Yeah. I don't know what that was. But there you go. That's funny. One, I do one a... toy I wish from a very young age. I wish I did actually have because it was awesome. There was an. And I know there's people listening who had this. It was an Evil Knievel stunt bike. Okay. <clears throat> he was on the bike, but it had like a little motor in it that oh. you would sit on this plastic thing. You would rev up. Oh, that's fantastic. You rev it up really, 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 as fast as you want. It would determine that, and then all of a sudden you stop, and he would go, <laughs> and he would go, it, it, jump and, things. And just go up the ramp and oh, jump. Oh, he'd have him jump everything. Oh, it was that's amazing. so cool. That was the most awesome toy. I remember that of all time. I guarantee you right now, if someone has it on eBay, and it probably costs like $300. <laughs> I'm telling you right <laughs> now. Hey, I'll sell, uh, sell it to you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we've got uh, the random kitchen drawer segment coming up next. couple of headlines, but then some other stuff. We already did the toy story. I'm not going to lie. I could talk 15 minutes more about old toys. <laughs> Maybe we will. Maybe we'll bring up more memories. Yes. I don't know. But we've got the uh, airplane Karen story. She's a horrible person. Oh, wow. Wait till you hear her. And then we have horrible wives at the Iowa State Fair with the husband calling contest. This is tough. <laughs> and uh, I just want to update people again on this Flow Rider. Big court win for him. The yeah, rapper. It's fascinating. And I also didn't know this Celsius Energy Drink Company is based in Boca. Oh, is that right? That's why the trial... Was in uh, Fort Lauderdale. Oh, okay. We've got a lot more to cover next. Maybe we'll talk toys again. I don't hey. know. It's coming up next. The self Florida Boarding Show. Keep it here. The 850 app, you say? Well, that's a good idea. That's where you can uh, text us. Thanks, everybody, for texting with the uh, Trump tweet ideas. What will the first one be? There's been a lot of good ideas. A lot of them through the app today for some reason. Also find the Morning Show blog on there. Everything you find on the website, 850wftl.com. And you can listen anywhere with the app. So get it, would you? That's all we're saying. I mean, it's very, very convenient. And it's free. Well, that's always nice. You complain it about it. <laughs> Just kidding. Hey, big Powerball update. 473 million bucks for Saturday Night's Drawing because uh, nobody won. That's when I saw the billboard this morning driving on 95. Looked over to my right, the Lake Worth billboard. That's what it said. It's big. 
feel like Al Pacino in Godfather. Just when you think you're out, they pull me back in. You're back in. Uh, it's going to be good. I think it's going to roll over one more time, though. I think you're right. I think uh, Powerball's like, hey... Saturday's the drawing, right? Yep. See, what's going to happen here is because Saturday we're having a little get-together for my daughter. Her birthday's tomorrow. I guess she's six tomorrow. I All right. That. Happy birthday. Yeah, it's a little, little baby Aria. Wow. So she's going to be six, and then we're having the you know, family come over on Saturday. So I'm going to be out in the morning. That means I'm going to guilt myself while I'm out on Saturday buying things for the party to go ahead and be like, I'm out, I'm out, I'm at Publix, I might as well buy these tickets now. How can you get a balloon and not get a, I know. a Powerball ticket? That's what I'm going to tell myself. Get another grouper. The Powerball's in there. Ah, yes, the grouper. <laughs> All these games I've never heard of before. It's so many of them. Those are the ones cash pop. Yeah. I'm telling you. That's what, those are the ones you win on. It's good stuff. It's awesome. All right. <laughs> uh, quick little headlines here. Expect no more information from the White House about the uh, Biden document uh, search, which is still ongoing, by the way. They still they, might find more. They yeah. still might find more. Who knows? But they're not going to talk about it. They have uh, That's two days in a row. They won't say a word about that. Mm. Story we've been talking about all morning long. Trump, according to NBC, Trump's team says he's considering coming back to Twitter. Of course he is. What are you kidding? Yes. That is that is in drafts ready to send right now. They're just waiting for the appropriate time. We don't yeah. know when that's going to come. Who the heck knows? And uh, some stories that we didn't get to too much uh, today. A massive, massive court win for this guy. You know Flo Rida, the rapper, the uh, rapper, South Florida rapper? There he is. He was just awarded, and I don't know if you ever get the full amount when you're suing a company, $82.6 million from the Celsius Energy Drink Company. That ain't bad. Which I didn't know, by the way, is based in Boca. That's why I guess this trial, and it was held in the Fort Lauderdale Courthouse. He was awarded that yesterday. It's all about what he says was a breach of contract deal. He says he was promised as he signed a contract in 2014 with them. And it was about, uh, you know, royalties and stock options. And uh, the judge decided, yeah, you were kind of uh, rooked out of this. It awarded $86 million, $82.6 million. Wow. That's a lot of money. And it sounds like, I mean, from what we heard about the case, you know, the contract that he had with Celsius, if he didn't get what he was supposed to get, I guess, you know, deserved to win the case. That's a lot of yeah, money. Yeah, it is. Um, he had claimed the whole time, started to sue in 21 claiming that Celsius failed to pay him royalties and grant him stock bonuses, which is now worth tens of millions of dollars. Wow. Uh, back the products, 2014 endorsement, and they renewed the contract with him in 2016. He's been fighting ever since. How about that? Hmm. Justice prevails. He better not break the Celsius company, though. It's a good product. I was going to say, you love it. It's, it's the fuel for the show, honestly. I mean, come on. Between your Celsius and my five-hour energy, without those, we're, we're stuck in the mud. We're like this short of cocaine. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's a lot of caffeine. <laughs> do what we got to do. <laughs> That's what it is. Friday show is sponsored by <laughs> caffeine. Lots of it. All right. This also happened. Uh, this, we found the worst airplane passenger of all time. And I, I don't think Spirit Airlines will do it, but she is the absolute worst. She should at the very least not be allowed to fly on them anymore after what she said. A couple. wasn't just her, but she was the worst one. A couple was kicked off a Spirit Airlines flight that was still on the ground in Vegas on Sunday. And I hate this because it wasn't as bad as the OBJ thing, right? Um, where the entire plane had to depart in, in Miami, yeah, because he because he wouldn't put his seatbelt on. At least they got to stay on the plane, but still, you screw up people's travel plans, sure. right? And you actually you mess up the whole airport. Uh, well, passengers booed them as they walked down the aisle, <laughs> and the woman said so, something so atrocious as she was about to walk out the door, and she said it right in front of the pilot. They're calling her Airplane Karen. Take care. <laughs> you were in my position, you do the same thing. 
Oh, hope you crash and die, she said. Oh, the pilots. Oh, the pilots going on. I don't know what the original thing was, but I tend to think she was at fault. She's turned around and said, I hope y'all crash and die. By That's the way, what she said. Kudos real quick to the guy who was filming for saying what she said because he knew it was going to be hard for anybody watching the video. He cleared it up for us. Yes. He was like you, a sir. narrator. He was. People are getting vid- better at videos. They're, very, start, very they're starting to put it in landscape mode. Yeah, right. Or is that portrait mode? Uh, when you put the phone sideways because that landscape. way it's HD. Yep. Right. And they're starting to like, you know, keep the keep the camera steady. Right. And then even give a little narration there. Look at that. Everybody got like these amateur producers out there now. You no, know, you're right. I appreciate that guy. Because <laughs> it was tough to hear because she was way down the end of the pilot. But apparently was right in front of the pilot when she said it. What That's, an idiot. Yeah, what is, she is very dumb. I wonder what happened though. We don't really know the details of what led to her being kicked off the plane, right? I don't even care at this point. She's just awful. Goodbye. All right, speaking of awful, oh, I hope we don't draw you away with this one. But, oh boy. <clears throat> uh, it's a terrible, terrible sound, but I think we have to play it. This thing is from, they do it every year at the Iowa State Fair. And we have the South Florida Fair going on right now. Yeah. It, it's not even close to the Iowa State Fair. I mean, Iowa Midwest Fairs, this is like they live for it. Yes. Well, every year at their fair, they have the husband calling contest. This, is, this video has been out since 2017. This is like the greatest husband calling contest of all time. It just it keeps resurfacing every year. I guess they haven't. Yeah, it got big again. It's gone viral again. I guess they've never topped it. <laughs> this is the all-time one, even though they do this every single year. Oh, no. Now, there's only a $5 cash prize. It's not you about win the money. It's not and, about the money, Bill. <laughs> basically, what it is, is this is how you would like yell at or call your husband to back in or something like this, and these horrible, horrible wives making these horrible oh. sounds. The lady at the end is the best. Yeah. We'll try to get through them, though. Again, this is the Iowa State Fair <laughs> husband calling contest. Oh my God. God. I have chills running down my spine. How awful would that be? So bad. That's not even the worst one. Oh, Roy! Can you hear me? You get yourself in here right now. You know you're going to be late again. And- oh, oh, oh. oh, my God. I hope Roy ran. Oh, no. Run for the hills, Roy. Please, Roy. The best one's at the end. Stomach it. Here you we go. know that I want to get there on time. Roy, 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 Roy! Oh, no. I really regret playing that. Oh. I re- that was awful. We've only got a minute left. We've got to finish strong after that. That was really awful. There's no coming back from that. Boy, 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 boy. <laughs> the first one sounded like a bird. It did. It, I thought it was a bird at first. Oh, that's so bad. Oh, God. Well, feel bad for them. Here you go. Five <laughs> bucks. It's all yours, Roy. Spend it in good health, buddy. I think she won, by the way. Roy? I think Roy yeah, won? Yeah, Is I that think, the winner? I think Roy's wife Roy's wife won. It's a tongue twister. God love him. I know. Whoever Roy is, he's a saint in <laughs> Iowa somewhere. I wonder if he's still alive. Oh, no. Plus, after this is 2017, he had to live through a pandemic with her. Oh, gosh, you're right. <laughs> Imagine that. Roy, it's lockdown. <laughs> all right, coming up tomorrow, it's Friday. We have all kinds of things happening. Will we yes. have the first Trump tweet? We'll find out. We'll go over that if it's there. You know that much. We also have a uh, Friday preview, including... Little playoff schedule. That's right. The divisional round, baby. All right. We'll see you for Friday. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll talk to you soon.